What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 79 of the No Mercy Podcast, The Great Return. Tommy G returns. Why are we returning? Um, Studio on Musk kind of bought Twitter. That might be a big deal to some or all of us. So, uh, yeah, I told you when big shit goes down, we're going to drop a podcast beginning of football season. And a lot of other shit to focus on. Talking about Biden falling off a fucking stage and what Donald Trump said today. This is some fucking news. So make sure you tune into the beginning of the podcast. We'll explain to you. We're going to be doing it more consistently now, now that the first few weeks of football are done. And uh, some personal stuff has passed through a lot of the No Mercy staff. But we talked about Elon Musk. We talked about the prime minister um, of Italy, the one that you guys are all sucking her fucking dick. And she's literally just complete shill, garbage, liar person. Um, we talked about Florida getting wiped out. I have a whole conspiracy theory about Florida. Chrissy Teigen, uh, Hocus Pocus, Adrenochrome, Jeffrey Dahmer documentary, myself, Bobby, Bill, and Uncle Danny. Okay. It's back. So welcome back to us. But don't turn this off. I have to tell you the truth here for a second. We'll get right to the show right after this. Before we did the show, when we were about to go live on air, I called Evan. Okay. We don't use sponsors. We don't do affiliate sponsors. I think we did like two Manscaped ads like, like three, four months ago. Right. And uh, it was great. We did it for a reason because I love the product. This is just to show you how passionate I am about this fucking product. This sounds crazy. It may lightning strike me dead if I'm lying. Before we went on air, I called Evan and I said, yo, we're about to record in No Mercy. And he goes, oh, shit. I go, do we still have the Manscaped partnership? He goes, Tommy, we haven't done a fucking podcast in months. No. I go, okay, I need you to do me a favor. I need you to call them immediately, get the partnership back because I ran out of shit. Okay. So all the Manscaped stuff, when I do the read that they send me, I ran out of most of it. And I've been wanting to do a podcast. That's how much I like their shit. Just to get reloaded on the landscape stuff for me personally. So when I read this to you right now, I on my fucking mother's life, I'm telling you the truth. I wanted to do this read and he got our approval after the pod was done. So I'm adding this to the beginning just because I'm so obsessed with their shit. Okay, guys, just fucking trust me. But forget the guys, women, if you are out there listening to this, I have had a million girlfriends. I've fucked the whole state of New Jersey. None of them have ever gotten me gifts that like they have any idea what the fuck they're doing. If you get this randomly or for a birthday or for a holiday or whatever for your man, if you go to manscaped.com, use promo code no mercy, no spaces, I'll get you 20% off and free shipping. You're welcome. But use promo code no mercy. Go to sets. Okay. And there's like five, six, seven different sets on there that you can decide what your guy wants. Obviously, the trimmers are fucking dope and phenomenal. Everyone knows that. That's what the company's built around, right? It's built around shaving your fucking balls. So obviously all the shavers, um, they reduce nicks, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to give you the sales pitch. I'm talking from the fucking cuff here. So all the shavers are phenomenal. I use every single one of them. I have multiples of them. Probably shouldn't say this. They'll probably get mad at me. I have two. I have one that I use for my balls, and I actually have one that use to trim up the uh, the beard and shit. Don't mix them up. Uh, you don't want to do that. But um, go there. Every product is sick. The products are so good. I use the hair and shampoo and conditioner, and I've even used the ball deodorizer to try and make my fucking shoes smell better if your shoes get a little stank to them. But And then I just found out they got fucking shoe deodorizer. Everything is awesome. Trust me on this. Go there now. Manscaped.com. Promo code no mercy, no spaces. Buy anything. And your boyfriend, husband, father will love it. And here's the part I have to read. Welcome to Fresh Fall Fall. Well, what is that? Right. Fresh fall, fall, fresh fall, fall. Welcome to fresh ball, fall. 
It's the season of pumpkin spice and making sure your crotch looks nice. That means sipping cider in a fall breeze and using Manscaped products to trim your balls with ease. That's right. Today's show is brought to you by Manscaped, a company here to make sure that your foliage isn't the only thing shedding its excess leaves. Heck, even Mother Nature knows it's time to lose the excess clutter for the fall. Join the 6 million men worldwide and trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with code no mercy, no spaces. That's the part I had to read. The part I need you to hear is fucking trust me. Go do it. And if you got a problem, hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Instagram. There will not be one of you who bitches to me. You want something to get your guy? This is what you do. Go to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code no mercy, no spaces. That's 20% off of free shipping at manscaped.com. When you use code no mercy, manscaped, clear out the leaves. It's your tree trunks time to shine. Without further ado, hit it, Miyagi. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 79 of the No Mercy podcast. The much awaited episode after a hiatus. We will explain why we have been gone. I don't even know if we know why we have been gone. <laughs> myself, Bob's Lessons, and Bill Up are back together. Bobby, you have a, I mean, I feel like me and Bill don't even know who the fuck you are right now. You, you no. are like going to be a wrestler and you're, I don't even know. Just say hi. I'm lost. Well, I've been living life off the top ropes for, you know, my entire life. And now I'm literally living life off the top ropes. So, yes, I will be doing a professional wrestling wrestling event at the end of this month for for charity and to also generate publicity towards my own band. There's always a selfish reason for of course. just about everything I do. So I've been driving to Coldwater, Mississippi in the middle of nowhere. Like, you know how you said you look like you're uh, in a time portal back to 1999? Yeah, like you, you've, you've transported That's what Mississippi back. is. Well, I mean, that's what the whole South is to me. Bill. Yes. Yeah. So like when I lived in New York, I always got anxiety because I felt like I was living in the future. Like I felt like I was living, you know, 15 years ahead of where everything should be because you know how they always test everything out. New York, L.A., you know. So you go back down to, to you know, even Memphis, let's just say, you know, five years behind. You go down to Coldwater, Mississippi with no cell service. Like this is where like Jeffrey Dahmer like hides bodies and shit. You know, and so we're going down there in this small little ring that's outside and, and training. I'm, I'm learning about all the different wrestling moves, but it, it's cool as shit, man. And I know people say that shit's fake, but it's not. You know, it's it's staged. But um, we're gonna we're gonna put on this wrestling match. It's it's me and a, a front guy of another local band, and so we're we're creating this fake rivalry, which is a, a pretty good theme of what what's going on. What we're gonna talk about today, because I've noticed that since we started. Uh, advertising, you know, for this wrestling match, we're creating like a fake rivalry, and half the people think that we're being fucking serious when we go back and forth on social media, you know, talking shit about each other. But really, we're trying to, you know, uh, get people's attention and get them to come to this event. But it just goes to show, like, when you create How like a stupid false problem, everyone is, people are fucking stupid. I'm getting texts every day saying, "Hey, man, I thought you and Charlie—that's the other guy's name—I thought you and Charlie were best friends, man. Like, you know, what happened? Like, what's going on?" I'm like, I'm like, this is why the WWE is the number 
one sports entertainment agency for the last 30 fucking years is because half the people know it's scripted, but they still love it. The other half believe this shit is real. They don't think that these guys and girls, when it's done, they go home and they get a fucking beer together. Right. And, and I think that's the reason Trump's popular. <laughs> Bingo. And, I mean, that that's what's important about like understanding how, you know, the, you know, sociopolitical systems work or even like the NFL, man. I mean, just think about it. They all shake hands at the end of the game. You know, well, they, they're, they're knocking they each other's heads fuck. off. They don't give and, a fuck. Yeah. So before Bobby does a whole podcast on wrestling, we <laughs> introduce the other guy in the podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Bill Rock. Let's go! Uh, yeah. I, no. I call Bobby. <laughs> Dude, his intro is so good, right? Yeah. And then it's just either nothing or like, uh, yeah. Hey. I thought Bobby was like dying of Crohn's, but now he's like jumping off the top rope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, both can happen simultaneously. Yeah, so we don't even know. Like, I don't even think the three of us have even spoken on a phone in the last month and a half. Tommy, uh, Tommy, and I thought Bobby was dead. We're dead. We thought Bobby might be dead. Luckily, he has social media, so we knew he was alive. Uh, we know he got balls deep in the video game world. Obviously, wow. football started, and the first three weeks of football. Good luck getting a hold of me or Bill. Like, that's literally a hundred percent. Of everything. Yeah. Well, this is a typical mind of a New Yorker, and I'm, I'm putting Jersey in the same umbrella. Uh, it's like this famous image of the New Yorker magazine where everything's so New York City-centric, and everything outside of this tiny little area, this tiny doesn't little plot of land, doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't exist. Zero. Or if it's not going on within this tiny world... It disappears. Basically. So you you got your own little tiny world going with you know your your sports and all this fucking touch butt shit y'all do. And, touch and, butt shit says yeah. the guy was going to be in a fucking g string <laughs> jumping off a rope on the on the Charlie. Yeah, you know he's wearing a g string. <laughs> who's, who's who's going to pedophile's house to shill Zelda games? <laughs> that is funny though. I am going on the road though. I drove all the way to Kentucky, four hours each way, just to to buy some video games, just to rob games. some old lady. <laughs> <to rob somebody. laughs> but no it's a typical new york mentality of you know you you think i disappeared and died just because you know i'm not involved in your little fucking you know games you got going on but right. i've been very yeah. busy i've had my head down I, I you know and and i've been hyper focused on on music games and wrestling That's right my- so bobby basically bill uh, has been transported back to 1999 uh, yes. in his mid to late 30s he's he's gone back to uh Old school video games, mm-hmm. uh, garage band bars, and wrestling. That literally was like all of our middle school to high school experience, right? Yeah, it's something you should have done 20 or 30 years ago. <laughs> did you miss out on that stuff back then, Bob? Is that I why? Did. I was I was dying in my 20s. <laughs> I spent like, my whole you were on hospital beds. <laughs> yeah, I was in hospital beds. I always when wanted I sh- to be a video game wrestler. <laughs> Bar singer, dude. My <laughs> life is. Have you ever seen the movie The Wrestler? Yeah. You know when he's in his little trailer trying to like he's playing this old video game when he was like doing the Ram Jam or whatever from yeah. like nineteen. Like that's my fucking life right now. Like, I mean, like, hey, <laughs> as long as it makes you happy, honestly. As long I'm as you don't get raped by a creepy pedophile. <laughs> kid, the kid was like, "Oh yeah, like, Call of Duty is this Call of Duty. What are you doing, Call of Duty? It's like kill people." Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Speaking it's- of kill people, we're gonna talk about uh. The Jeffrey Dahmer documentary a little bit, too. We'll bring Danny on for that one. Uh, I didn't even realize me and Danny had the same experience with the documentary, oh, so we'll dude, bring him on. His take on Dahmer is... It's, it's I probably have the same one. I don't want to get into it until he gets yeah. on, but I probably have the same exact one. 
But a lot of people are like, hey, why don't you do a no mercy? Because nothing's fucking going on. I'm not going to fucking talk about Trump. I don't care about, oh, Biden fell off the stage seven times and said nine stupid things. Who fucking cares? Gas yeah. prices went down and they're going back up. I don't care. Elon Musk buys Twitter? Yup. Welcome to No Mercy. Like, now we got Bill, some did you think the same thing when you saw Elon Musk buy Twitter that you knew we were doing a podcast? Yeah. Well, I called Tommy. He didn't even know. <laughs> I didn't even know. Bill broke the news to me. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I don't no. know. Yeah, that day. All right, you want you, there? You go. They, like Bob said, everything has a little selfish tinge for Bob, right? The wrestling thing is to All move over to the same for me. If we're doing a fucking podcast and we're not getting paid for it, well, I better have something that's going to benefit me that I want to talk about. And uh, Elon Musk being forced to buy Twitter was one of them. That'll be the main topic. That's a decent I do wanna, story. I want to vent. You talked a little bit about the. Uh, you know, kind of the characters that uh, you and Chucky Walnuts are playing, you know, before you fucking finger pop each other's assholes. In the wrestling <laughs> ring. Uh, that's kind of what I think this prime minister of Italy is yeah. all about. Like, yeah. we'll talk about that a little bit. Chrissy Teigen uh, a couple weeks ago. That almost made me drop a pod, but it's like, how much can we talk about that bitch? Yeah. Um, so we got a bunch of stuff on here. Hocus Pocus, cheating scandals, all kinds of shit. Julio dying. Cool. I mean, listen, you could, you could start there. I mean, it does not listen. All I know is every time I try to plan of 15 yeah. bullet points and we're immediately starting on something that wasn't on the, well, the only thing I'll say about Coolio is, is like he was a good guy of hip hop in the 90s. You know, mm -hmm. like every, he was clean. He was on Nickelodeon, Keenan and Kel. He was like trying to like present like hip hop in a clean way. It was kind of always that way. And guess what? He starts speaking out about all the fucking shit. And he starts, you know, he starts dropping fucking dimes, you know, and every single time I just try to say, ah, he's 59, you know, he died of whatever natural causes. That, well, they all die of the, the vaccine. Basically. All the, well, that too. Yeah. But I mean, you know, this shit starts to fucking come out, you know, it's always the ones that are speaking out that end up, you know. Yep. Every six feet single under, yeah. fucking time. I just can't wait till Bill dies of the vaccine. I mean, every fucking time yeah. I see someone drop because of sudden death syndrome or whatever the fuck they call it, I call Bill and every time he fucking answers the phone. I mean, dude, every single person I know that's still getting the vaccine looks unhealthy as shit, including yeah. Bill. Sometimes Bill, I look at Bill, I'm like, Bill, you're all right, you know? Looks you a think he's going to die? I mean, I, I mean, fucking I did fall down steps, yeah, break, the, sure. break my back and my knee. Like Tua? At 40-something yeah. years old. I mean, it's not supposed to happen when you're in your 40s. I mean, yeah. you're still crippled from like a year ago falling yeah, down. Yeah, no, it's no uh, that's joke. That's the vaccine. That I is the vaccine. vaccine's not letting your body heal. It's no joke. It's a bad injury. You guys <laughs> think it's fun in games. I, I right. hope you're okay. I don't. I hope you're not. Yeah. The, uh, all right, so let's start off. You got, I want to get this out of the way because I don't right. know what the fuck it is. And it seems like something... I don't know how long Bill's here for because sports start in like an hour. So he's going to pretend he's not interested in the topics just so he could leave. He doesn't want it. He wants to go watch sports. Right, Bill? I mean, the, I don't care about that prime minister. Okay. Yeah. I have nothing on that one. Okay. Well, it's okay. You don't have much on anything we talk about. You just kind of jump in and say some fucking crazy oh, shit. No, I have a lot. Well, right. I think well that, we're going to yeah. start with the cheating scandal that yes, you and Bobby were going back and forth. I know fucking yeah. absolutely nothing about this. So as the selfless host that I am, we will kick it off with something I am utterly clueless about. Right. I just want to exchange what I saw in the text thread between these two fucking idiots. Uh -huh. And it was, I want to talk about cheating going on everywhere. Did y'all see the fishing scandal? Yes. Obviously, fucking Bobby. And then Bill writes, yup, it's crazy. Women cheating in cards. And then Bobby writes, yup, and chess cheaters. I didn't see the chess thing. They're going back and forth. I'm like, bro, can we talk about fucking Elon Musk? So you two idiots want to talk about this. Fill me and every listener in on what is going on in the world of fishing, chess, and well, whatever else is going on. Well, I'm going to start with the chess, because the chess actually ties in Elon Musk, because he weighed in on it. 
Chess is something that's actually kind of come back into the limelight a little bit with Twitch streaming because there's some Twitch streamers that are pretty popular. Um, anybody that's watched Chess knows who Magnus Carlsen is. He's kind of like the the present day, you know, Bobby Fischer. So a mm-hmm. couple weeks ago in like the Super Bowl of Chess, which nobody fucking watches, by the way. Except right? you. And this is the reason why I'm saying this. Nobody fucking watched this shit, but he just resigned from a match or resigned from the tournament after a match. And everybody was like, what the fuck? Why did he do that? He's never resigned from a match ever. And so then the rumor started swirling that he thought this dude was cheating over the board, which apparently is like, you know, obviously, you know, it's easier to cheat online, but like live at a tournament where you're staring at a board, sitting across for somebody else, you know, unless somebody's feeding you something, you know, it, it's very hard. Cause I think the stream was on a delay a little bit too. So, you know, that, that's hard to do in chess cause you're timed and you have to do a move in an appropriate manner. So it started all kinds of rumors. Like, like who is this fucking dude that, you know, apparently beat uh, Magnus Carlsen. And so Elon Musk tweeted that the guy was using vibrating anal beads to signal what move to use. And that got like 100,000 shares. Was he Which, joking with it? Oh. He was. It's like, it's kind of joking, but like, you know, it's, it's also kind of shedding to like, we don't know what it is. So he might as well have had something up his fucking ass helping him. Because here's my thing. Would you stick something up your ass no. to be a champion? I'm already a champion. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> some people don't have that natural champion ability and need to stick shit. Well, Bill was up the butts ass. and nuts guy in prison. Bill, would you? How many people do you know that stuck anal beads up their ass to win a chess tournament in jail? Um. Well, I mean, Tommy, you were in jail. So I was. You, you <laughs> up your ass. I mean, I, I stuck nothing up my ass. Never. Uh, you know, ever. Uh, it's called boofing, and I know you boofed. I did not boof. <laughs> uh, actually, you know what? I'm lying. I have. I. I don't allow. We had a whole conversation on Discord. My ass is exit only. We had a whole talk about it, how I think fucking there's a direct correlation between people who love going down on girls and people who love shit in their ass. Right. Like if you don't go, I don't, dude, I'm, I'm getting the blowjob, right? I'm not, I'm not diving down between a girl's legs. Therefore, I don't want anything in my ass either. I'm old, old school. I like to have sex with my dick and your vagina or your mouth and that's it. That's so such in about 20 years, that's going to be taboo what you just Yeah, said. yeah. That'll be old. That's what did you bullshit. We already went through this. I don't want to start the whole podcast about boofing and fucking <laughs> eating girls out. My whole point is there's only been one time where yeah. anything has been up my ass mm. outside maybe a suppository when I was four. Mm-hmm. But it was when someone told me, you know, when you're broke and you go to the rave scene and you get desperate and you can't afford many drugs, mm-hmm. someone told me if you stick a fucking ecstasy pill up your ass, mm. you don't have to go all the way up. You just stick it fucking kind of in your butthole. That it lasts like 10 times as long. He doesn't want to go into it. And he's yeah. telling this story. I'm, I'm yeah, telling the truth. Not, so, this, this, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I did look up a little bit after that. After you sent the chess. The chess. I mean it's just crazy. You fucking butt chug dude. I, I, put a, I put an ecstasy pill. It was a green Mitsubishi Turbo. Up my ass. And uh, it lasted for like a fucking day and a half. Like I, it was amazing. Yeah. So Bill you, did, you looked it up. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he was getting signaled or what. So, so what this did was it sparked a huge controversy, and it's like you know the biggest scandal in chess, which is really nothing. But the thing <laughs> is, is that you know the thing about it though is that it put ten. I'm telling you, tens of millions of fucking eyes on the sport that never were fucking there. Next thing you know, like everybody's account who's like you know doing like a react or like an analysis of it chess their their accounts are growing uh, a guy who i follow a chess guy um he went from like five hundred thousand followers to over a million he's getting all these you know new subs and, and it's uh-huh. just like generating all these fucking views because who's with magnus who thinks magnus is correct yeah, it'll thinks- last for like a week 
Well, I mean, yes and no, maybe. That, that's kind of the point because once this kind of snowballed, uh, everybody started you know, having their own take and, and dissecting it. But now you have the assistance of artificial technology. They already have like, you know, like AI computers that like play against humans shit and all that. Yeah. Yeah. But they have like AI that compete against humans. You ever seen that man versus machine yeah, shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They do that in chess. So that's one of the biggest sports. They try to test man versus machine. So they have all these different ways to analyze chess moves to see if somebody's cheating. So for example, Bobby Fisher, who's arguably the greatest chess player of all time during his greatest 20 win streak. And they, they, they put it through some formula. Was was playing at about seventy eight percent accuracy, and I know that sounds like like not that good, but like if you really think about all the moves and combinations that go into chess, seventy eight percent accuracy is like fucking unbelievable. We'll take your word for it. Yeah, so take your word for it. So like the average chess player plays between sixty to sixty five percent accuracy. Bobby's giving us a chess tutorial. I mean, literally, yeah, I'm almost ready to turn my own yeah, podcast off. Yeah. You want to? I'm getting to. I want to bang my head. I'm just about to go make a sandwich right now. This this dude that that beat Magnus, who's the best guy in the world, played at a hundred percent accuracy, which Bobby Fischer never did. And then they went back and looked at it, and this guy in big tournaments has played with ninety eight to one hundred percent accuracy. And then they did all this analysis. They found out that he's cheated in over a hundred matches. He's only nineteen years old, and he went up the ranks really fucking quickly. I mean, like basically, his cheating is like steroids in baseball, right? And he. And, and you might say, like, why the fuck is he cheating at chess? Well, there's money involved in this shit. There's money in online tournaments. There's money in sponsorships. There's money in over the, you know, over the board in-person tournaments. But the other thing about it is the main website for chess uh, just partnered with Mag Magnus Carlsen. So now Magnus Carlsen, who the one who supposedly got cheated against, ch chess.com banned the other dude. So, you know, there's a lot of, like, controversy as far as like you know being loyal to this person who has a vested interest in the company so what it did was and this is an important point that i'm driving home is it brought tens you're of really, millions you're really driving it home tens of millions Woo! of eyes that were <laughs> normally never on chess to chess and I, at first i was like all right whatever no big deal wall street journal writes an article about it no big deal but then in the same fucking week there's a poker scandal where there's cheating going on at a live poker event. That's been going on. Yeah. I mean, let's let we could probably sum it all up, Bobby, in a great fashion in probably like a minute too. Yeah. I, the fishing I, scandal. I mean, fuck, we have a fucking three-hour <laughs> podcast. We can't talk about this for well, now. We have a six-hour podcast. All right. So, the, so same week, poker. Bobby, if I have, if I have king to rook two, what should I? Do? <laughs> right. if my pawn is being guarded. <laughs> He's actually, dude. Here's the thing, Bill. We can fuck with Bobby about anything, right? And he can just take it. He's got thick skin. He's related to me, so he's got to be a gangster. But if you fuck with Bobby's nerd shit, dude, like if you go at Tetris, WWE uh, wrestling, it's, or now he, I guess, legitimately, no, it's mad. not like, nerd shit. What I'm, what I'm trying. Well, I like wrestling. I like, I like video games. It's not yeah. even nerd shit. It's like so. Poker's not nerd shit, by the way. No, chess is nerd shit. I mean, but it's the same. What I'm saying is the same thing across chess poker and fucking fishing all in the same week having the largest scandals within their field well okay? Bob, you know what's weird is that that uh three like you said three not very known like not very known yeah, sports unknown espn ate the ocho okay. <laughs> right yeah uh and they all had them in the same very strange i mean did you see like what happened with the woman what happened with the fishing one 
So oh, dude, the fishing one, one's the best. I, that's right, why so I think I'm going to ask you to tell me the fishing one in, in 30 I to 60 seconds. Up very fast. Yeah. So they go. I don't know if you know about fishing contests, Tommy. They go on a no. boat. I've seen then, them when I'm like fucking hungover. Yeah, it's actually good hangover TV. In the morning yeah. they start. Yeah. yeah. And you're allowed to get fish. Actually, no. Time out. Just to cut you off. You know what it's great for if you did a shit ton of blow and you can't fall asleep? Anyone out there who does drugs or did back in the day? Um, it's actually fishing is a great thing to watch because you want something that's not going to keep too much attention, but not going to have you staring at the ceiling. So uh, that, that's where I use uh, bass fishing Sunday mornings. Yeah. So they go out, you know, and everyone goes out in the or morning, they catch fish and then they're weighed. You know, mm. some of them they put in a live. You only keep a certain amount, right? Yeah, some of them you keep. Some so of them so Bill, if I have you're a if I have a thirty around. pound fishing pole and you're I'm feeling on it right a now, fucking Bob, right? You're feeling, yeah, Bob's on the other side now. I listen. Okay, I'm just trying to explain it to you what the fishing is. Maybe people don't fucking know. No one anyway, does. when the guy came back, they found out that he put balls, lead balls, inside the fish's mouth to make the fish heavier. Yeah, I mean it's money. It's what's been going on with sports, which is the big thing we talked about. How. Uh, we've actually, Bob, I don't know if you've, you haven't been in the discord lately where we've done it. We talk about the fucking fan duel, faction duel, as we call it. Yeah. Uh, cheating on all the bet. We have actually, right, Bill? Like this year was the first year where we finally said, all right, fuck it. We're going to use this in our favor. Yes. Whatever FanDuel puts out as the odds boost. So they do two or three odds boosts each day, which everyone loves because you're supposed to like lay a hundred dollars to win a hundred dollars and it's yeah. boosted. So it's like fucking lay 100 to win 200 if you bet this bet. Whatever players are in the odds boost, one or two of them every single fucking time miss their mark. Yes. So we've actually started to capitalize on it by either betting against those players or leaving them out of our parlays. And, Bill, I think it's 100% so far this year. Uh, it's pretty good, bro. It's pretty crazy. Listen, I was never a proponent of thinking anything was fixed uh, until – now he thinks Recent, everything's fixed. But, Recently now, because it's yeah. ridiculous. The, the whole argument here is that if, if it's in these tiny sports, this shit's happening. Mm -hmm. And it pisses me off when I tell people the NFL's rigged and they and they think I'm fucking insane. They're stupid. Right. It, so, for example, like I was watching week two and I was looking at the scores and I was like, huh, a lot of, you know, one and one teams, you know. And, and I right. went game by game and... The instances where an 0 and 1 team or where a 1 and 0 team is either playing an 0 and 1 team or a team that tied the previous week, right? So either 0 and 1 or 0 0 right. and 1. 7 and 2, the, the team with, that was 0 and 1 or 0 and 1 beat the 1 and 0 team. So right. you had almost, you know, 75% of the league was 1 and everyone 1. Everyone back to the middle. Like it's But everyone back everyone. to the middle. Yeah. The whole fucking, uh, there's like three divisions where every team's doing two. Yeah, and it's it, not, it, what's fun? What you say, Bill? It's it's not just sports. It's like if you it's look everything. at the whole world right now, the whole world is rigged. out of fucking control. Elections are rigged. Everything. Fishing is rigged. Chess is rigged. Sports are rigged. That's why when I look at the fucking people on Twitter, like, oh, Tommy, you shouldn't be watching football. It's like, but you can make a shit ton of money. That's why I, I actually make my most money. And Bob, you know this: college football and college basketball. And that's what Bobby likes the most to watch too. The college sports, because they're more pure, but they're also more rigged. It's mm -hmm. so easy to fix these small school sports that if you know which side the rigging is on, and this is how I made all my money on Wall Street growing up. This is what we were trained at hedge funds to do, just find where the public was going and do the opposite. But the fact that people don't understand that everything in this entire world is fake, everything is about money, and the more that they're legalizing gambling, the more they're popularizing chess, popularizing fishing, like... 
if money is going into these things, they're fuck ping, you know, Russian ping pong, Bobby. I mean, how rigged was that fucking shit the second I mean, you dude, start winning? I mean, that's the other thing, too, is like, you know, you got what? How many people are probably betting on Ukrainian ping pong, right? Let's say 500. All it takes is one guy saying, hey, there's 300 people on this side. So, you know, you Correct. hit a couple of these out. Well, Bobby, yeah. you didn't you didn't hear about the other cheating. Uh, there's cheating going on in one in the video game world, too. Uh, which which part? Supposedly, I don't really know the, the those games like those new ones, like some uh-huh. type of shooting fighting game or whatever. Oh, they, dude, like, there's always shooting. Yeah, there's some woman that they were saying or something that she, that she cheats that she uses an algorithm. She uses like a cheat code or something. Yeah, it's like a and, thing called an aimbot where you can aim perfectly. Yeah, and they, and then they want like uh, companies are like, all right, come here and do this, and, and like we'll build the computer, we'll set it up for different people who are cheating. And it's not just in that it's in the, the NBA 2K 20, uh, third 23. Mm-hmm. There are like, people are going nuts in there. I watched the TikTok. Somebody's cheating on this or cheating on that. It's insane. I've never the seen whole, whole so much is. cheating going on every, every, in every capacity, which is like important to understand when this election's coming around. You know, you got RFID chips in the fucking poker cards that are transmitting signals that you can intercept in order to manipulate a fucking table game, right? And so you're telling me that these fucking midterms coming up, it's not the same, you know, concept going into, you know, we always say, oh, it's the most important midterm. This is a pretty important Nothing. midterm. That's why it's like, you know, we're talking about all this shit, you know, oh, we got to get the fucking house back. We got to get the Senate back. And I'm sitting here thinking, get back from what? And what are we getting it to? You know, I mean, it's just the, it's the same, you know, we're, we're feeding into this, the same animal. It's a predetermined outcome. Is what and I'm honestly, and, and, I mean, and the girl who cheated at the, who they thought cheated at the um, card game, she let it slip out that it's happened before. Mm-hmm. And then she kind of looked and kept her mouth her mouth shut kept her Walked head how about this shit she gave the guy his money back after the fucking hand after yeah. he called her out because she said oh you know i've given it back to you before yep and it, like bro this is crazy tommy these are like hundred thousand dollar pots i know dude listen you're talking keep in mind the whole world's coming around to and i'll include bobby in this too because we've been talking about this for 15 years me and bobby would sit on the phone talking about how they rigged the draft lottery for patrick ewing and all that like I was raised in an environment of cheaters. It was the Wall Street world. And that was why I left that world because it was so dirty and so disgusting that people just seeing how easily manipulated everyone was in that world by Jim Cramer and all this shit. And that's the reason why, and I know, Bob, you're in the same boat. I fucking ran away from the Q movement. Yeah. I ran away from the, like, people think I'm black-pilled now. I don't, I'm not any-pilled. I'm, I'm agnostic-pilled in everything because they're just manipulating everyone. In every angle yeah. that I don't have an opinion. I've been agnostic on everything. I've been agnostic on religion. I've been agnostic on politics. I like Ron Paul. I like you know certain little you know pockets of it. Nah, but, I don't believe that. But no. But here's the thing. This that's not true. I talked about it with Trump, right? I don't even know. <laughs> but you're lying. Why, Bill? Please go <laughs> fucking tell oh, me why. You're I'm not agnostic on everything. I am. No, you're not. <laughs> no, I have very strong opinions, but my opinions are usually that everyone's a fucking idiot. And I know what I'm talking about, correct? Okay, I'll give you that one. Right. So I'm agnostic towards the herd mentality is what I mean. I don't join groups. I got sucked into Trump. I got for like five minutes sucked into the QAnon bullshit only because I was so sucked into Trump. I got sucked into Republican shit. I've never been a Republican. I've been a libertarian. Ron Paul revolution. My dog's name was Paulie after Dr. Ron Paul, right? 
So I got sucked into it for a period of time in 2020. And then once you move back out of those cults, which they are, like, look at this. Like, we're, we're going to talk about this briefly, but I wanted to get this out. And, Bill, I know this is something that you're not that caught up on. And, Bob, you've been jumping off top ropes and following video game shit. So I don't even know how much you know about this prime minister of Italy. Have you seen this lady? I know, I know surface level shit about, you know, what group she's been involved with and who she's, you know, been funded by and, you know, stuff like that. Right. But so it, we're talking about yeah. the cheating and manipulation. One, let me say one thing. If, if, if any of these politicians are for a, like a green initiative, that's the number You're one done. red flag to me. You're done. All right, go ahead. And, and that's, and that's what I keep trying to tell people that you don't need to know all the good. You don't need to know anything about anyone. I don't need to know what they did good. I don't care what they've done good. All I need to know is who's the enemy, the Clintons, the Gateses, the Rockefellers, Klaus Schwab. Like, if that's the enemy and you're associated with the enemy at all, you're bad. Yeah. I don't need to look into you anymore. So this fucking prime minister of Italy came out. That she's taking place of Mario Draghi. Uh, what's her name? Georgia Maloney or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And a video went viral. Bill, you probably didn't see it. Bobby, you probably pe- crossed your path. You didn't pay yep. too much attention to it. A video went viral of this bitch just fucking screaming in Italian, right? Mm-hmm. And you had to read the fucking uh, subtitles. Oh. And the subtitles are, are we will it. battle against the machine, religion, God, family. They're trying to dehumanize us. They're trying to treat us as consumers. And I even watched it and went, whoa, this bitch is wilding right now. Like she was going hard as fuck. So when I see that and I'm like, I don't even know who the fuck this is. And all of a sudden, just pretty kind of attractive woman is standing up in Italy and fucking screaming about how the cabal's trying to take us all down and she wants to stop it. What's your first instinct when you see that, Bob? Well, my first instinct is that, you know, in the world of wrestling, she's playing the role of the of the good guy, but it's still a predetermined role in my opinion. You need to investigate her. Yeah. So, right. well, so what does yes, Truth what I'm Social is, do? What I'm saying is she's playing, well, in, in, in wrestling terms, I guess you call it the heel and the, and, the, and the good guy, but she's playing the baby, which is the good person. So yes, she right. would need investigating in that point. You would need to investigate her as conspiracy theorists. Everything yeah. we need to do is, we can't be Bill Rupp, right? Where like, if right. you see it on TikTok, it's a fact, right? You got it. <laughs> when I saw her, my initial thought was, holy shit, this is like the greatest fucking person ever to exist in the world. So my immediate uh-huh. reaction is something's wrong. Something's right. wrong here. She's all over the news. She's all over the media. And all of Truth Social jumped on her bandwagon immediately. This bitch is going to be selling pillows in six weeks. <laughs> like, that was the first thing I thought, right? So I start looking into her along with Uttle. I'm not going to say it was all me who dug into it. It took fucking 15 minutes, literally. Uh, it was Anomaly. Uh, Dream Rare does a great job. Like, Donnie Darkin. Like, all the people were on the other side. Adam Green. All the people were on the other side. And it took minutes of research to realize that this is what's going on with this prime minister of Italy, okay? That everyone is just sucking her dick, going crazy. First of all, I found a video of hers pushing the digital green certificate. She says in the video, we were the first to support it. We hope we adopt it as soon as possible in a horizon of total reciprocity with all European states. It is a priority and it is essential to restore freedom of movement and above all, to restart tourism. I obviously want to say hello and I am the blah, 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 blah in conclusion. She's basically ramming this vaccine passport down everyone's throat in a video. Of course, the fucking truther movement comes running into my comments going, yeah, when was that video from? Uh, 2021. It was from last year. Okay. So around, not long ago. Then you look into her. She's hardcore pro-vaccine. 
She gave a whole speech on how important Ukraine is and how she stands with Ukraine. She's a green energy shill, Bob, which you know is number one. She wants green energy everywhere. She's a member of the Aspen Institute, okay? Let me read you right here the beginning of the Aspen Institute when you look it up online. The Aspen Institute is largely funded by foundations such as the Carnegie Corporation, the Rockefeller Brothers Fund, the Gates Foundation, the Lumina Foundation, and the Ford Foundation. Do you need to read any more? Yeah. I mean, WEF. I mean, it's all of it. Then she's a member of the WEF, mm-hmm. which is Klaus Schwab. Then she was the first to push the digital uh, vaccine passport. Like, what are we doing that everyone's just running out sucking this lady's teats because she's fucking out here saying cool words? And it's gotten to the point where it's so easy to manipulate the public. It's so easy to fucking get over on them that all you got to do is go out, say whatever the fuck you want, say a bunch of cool shit, and then end with, I love Jesus, and well, boom, that's, that's 100 million people worship you. That's an important point because I was going to kind of piggyback off that. So with the left, what do they use to kind of keep their their base with them, right? They use the racism. Race. Yeah, they use the racism, and the sexism, and all the I love the, the gays, I love, I love the, the blacks, gay. I love the Mexicans. The, the right that. uses God and religion and Jesus in the same exact way to keep their base tied to the Republican Party. And if you don't recognize that, you're part of the issue. And this is part of the thing. And listen, I'm not saying don't be religious, don't worship God. I'm saying don't let that be politicized, right? right? Don't don't let your love of God and family dis- be, make you have, you know, be deceived, you know, by this fucking, you know, GOP bullshit, you know, which is basically the left 2.0 or the left light. You know, that's what it's becoming at this point. They're both, you know, role playing is in my is what and I'm saying. And the problem is when you speak out, like when I go out and say that this is what they're doing, like you're very openly religious and Christian on this podcast, right? You're in the Bible Belt, you're in the South, like all that. What so you can get away with saying what you just said. When mm-hmm. I say that same fucking sentence, they think I'm like fucking an atheist. You know, right. because I, I'm not, I don't follow a specific religion. I think most of religion is bullshit, honestly. But that doesn't mean I don't believe in God. That doesn't mean I don't believe in people having their own right to believe in whatever they want. But yeah. you have to realize when they're fucking using you and they're using a certain thing, like when Donald Trump's going out and claiming how religious he is, he switched fucking religions in office. Like how religious, how devout is he that he switched from fucking Protestant, I think he was, to a non-conforming Christian or something, or yeah. what, what do they call it when you don't have a sector? Like a non-denominational? Non-denominating Christian. Like, uh, right there, dude. He's the first person since Eisenhower to do that. You know he's using it, right? They asked yeah. Trump in a fucking uh, interview, have you ever asked God for forgiveness? And his answer was no. Yeah. Twice. Like, I mean, this is this is the type of shit that, like, fucking, you got to realize when you're being used. So we talk about all the manipulation. I think this fucking prime minister bitch is completely a problem. She's fucking dangerous, and she's more dangerous than the people who just come out and say, I'm bad, I'm evil, because she's got half the right fucking sucking her dick, and well, she's a garbage person. Let me ask you, what was she before? Like, I Nothing. Mean, this, okay, that's, see, that's the, Nothing. She this, didn't, didn't even exist till 2021. And this is my point about everything. She's it's only none, like fucking, she looks like she's 45. How do you take something that is completely non-existent and obscure and fucking make it popular is you create a conflict and you have a couple talking points and you have a couple, you know, buzzwords 
And then you By have way, a she's viral 45. video. I just looked her up. She's 45. She's 45. So yes. how much could was she? Was she an actress? Been... Please tell me she's a fucking she probably, actress. She probably was. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't fucking doubt it. I mean, she's basically the new uh, AOC, a member of the Chamber of Deputies in 2006. She led the Brothers of Italy. Like, I mean, she's, so she's fucking... like a Tulsi Gabbard of Italy. I, mean, I never fucking heard her name ever. Yeah, Tulsi Gabbard would be a good one. Yeah, I've never. Heard and what it, I mean, Tulsi Gabbard ended up backing Biden, didn't she? I think so. I mean, yeah, it's whatever. You can't trust any of these people. So, Bill, what do you think of all that? I could give two rats asses. I'm never going to Italy. I'm not leaving the country. I don't care. Okay, so should we switch to actually? Elon by Musk? the way, I actually fucking really like that take. I really do. What's that? I I I, I do like the take of just. Of, I think the best way to do it is to is to keep it at a safe distance and and fucking worry about shit that is important to you and is around you and is going to immediately affect you. That's why, you know, if you're not getting involved in, in local elections, then you really don't need to pay attention to any of this shit. And if you're not getting involved in local elections, you know, then just go about your fucking day. You know, start with figuring out who the fuck is in charge of your community and then work your way outward. But if you're caring a lot about this Italy bitch and you're not vocal, you know, if you're not voting in your own local elections, then you have this shit completely backwards. So I'd much rather take, you know, a bill rep approach and say, I'm, I'm going to care about what's going on in my life and my, my street and my, my town around me and whatever's going on, you know, whatever flash mobs are going on in the local, you know, grocery store. I'd much rather have that take than getting my whole world caught up in some, Something that has nothing to fucking do with me, you know. Yeah, nothing to do. Yeah, I mean, and meanwhile, it's like the, the, one of the things in her thing here, like a little footnote. Uh, Maloney has expressed controversial views, such as praising Mussolini when she was nineteen, and in twenty twenty praising Giorgio Almirani, a civil minister of Mussolini's Italian Social Republic. Yeah, yeah we'll just. Gotta leave that out. Yeah, Mussolini's the reason why we're in the United States. Yeah, <laughs> so. just gotta leave that part out. <laughs> She's grown from then. She's grown since then. <laughs> Man, fuck that. I mean, while she just fucking praised his fucking underling in 2012. I'm sure. I'm sure there's nothing wrong. Like, yeah. listen, Obama said cool things on a microphone too. You know, did you go run and fucking support him? Well, you, but, you uh, made a good. You made a good point. We were talking on the phone, like, where they're like, elaborate. "Oh, did you listen to the speech?" And, and, you know, anybody can get, have, you know, deliver a speech. Anybody can have a speech written for them. Anybody can pay to have a good speech. I mean, like speeches, I, I'm still amazed that people fall for speeches. They're so you know? stupid. Like it, in the so day stupid. of the internet, we still fall for the speech. That's like I mean, the oldest so, trick, sleight of hand they're, trick. They're so fucking stupid. Everyone's yeah. so fucking stupid. Speaking of stupid. Calling Danny? No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> We had a big debate on here. I'm still going to give Bill Rupp the win yeah. on the Elon Musk thing, even though, as usual, in the end, Tommy G wins again. You were mm. what? First of all, he was forced into it. Whatever it was, in a matter of days, Elon Musk will be buying Twitter. So we, so still, it hasn't happened. I, as of now, I'm, I'm leaning towards victory, but Elon Musk has been forced to buy Twitter. But I do give Bill the win first because I do now in retrospect, and this is why you got to look back and, and be willing to kind of edit your viewpoint when you don't have as much data. I do think, Bill, that this was a publicity stunt from Elon Musk. We know he's been wanting to start this. What's that little fuzz? Do you guys hear that? Yeah. Okay. All right. It's gone now. Uh, I do think back when this first started in retrospect, he wants to start X.com or whatever that is, right? That's like the Elon Musk, I want all your data. I want all of you, my platform, free speech thing that he was planning on doing. And I think he used this as a very strategic ploy from the beginning. I think Bill was right. 
he didn't intend on buying Twitter. I think he just thought he was so powerful and such a fucking monster that he could go on here, say he's going to buy Twitter, cause a fucking circus, add 30 million followers to his account, and then expose all the bots on Twitter and be able to dip, set, bounce out, crash Twitter's stock, and then do his own social media platform in a year or so after he's driven Twitter into the ground. He made a couple missteps along the way, and the courts basically said, go fuck yourself. So as of now, as of today, as we're speaking at 6.30 p.m. on fucking October 5th, Elon Musk is now again buying Twitter. Uh, I actually said it a month and a half ago. Uh, you guys all told me I was in a Tommy G pendulum, which I live in, and it's an awesome place. You guys should try it. Uh, where I said, no, he's going to have to buy Twitter. He's going to be forced to buy it. And the reason I knew was because he sold 7 million shares of Tesla stock. And he said, just in case, a guy like Elon Musk, knows just in case. And if you notice, Elon dropped out of the Twitter thing and forced and offered the buy on Twitter bill, what, a day before deposition began? Uh, yeah, a couple days. He had, it, he had it in a few days, yeah. Right, and that's the reason why. And when everyone kept telling me, Tommy, you're an idiot, Tommy, you're an idiot, even as recently as a month ago, I was telling everyone, Bill, right? Like, listen, don't tell me anything until the court, the trial's over. Because there's so much dirt between these companies and these investors that are backing Elon Musk they do not want to get in the mud and have all this fucking unleashed and the text messages. Once that deposition goes in and that five-day trial goes, every fucking bone that's buried somewhere will be exposed. So, Bill, now Elon Musk is officially buying Twitter. How do you feel about this as the only person in America to predict that he was faking it all along? Um, I don't... Th uh, listen, I've got some bad news for you. Uh-oh. Um, I don't think he's going to reinstate accounts. Wow. Wow. Um, I mean, that's all you really care about it for. 100%. Well, folks, that's the end of the podcast. I will see you next week on No Mercy. No, we won't see you next week. We won't see you for a while. <laughs> There's nothing to talk about. I don't think that it's going to happen. Why? Um, I just can't see him doing something that drastic and having that big of a pushback and everything else right before like an election like this, him buying it is already causing a huge thing. I just don't personally, I don't see it happening. Listen, I hope it does for you and everyone else and Trump and everybody, but I just can't see it happening. Okay. Bobby, what do you think? Is Bobby there still? Uh, don't yeah, know. I'm here. Bobby's on mute. All right. Bobby, what do you think about uh, Elon Musk uh, releasing and uh, reinstating all the suspended accounts? Um, you know, I, I found it interesting that a lot of people were losing followers, you know, once the news broke. So I don't know, you know, people have theories behind that, you know, I, I lost about, did you lose any? Yes. I yeah. lost, uh, I lost about a thousand, Yeah, which is, you know, was, you know, I, I just kind of, I don't pay attention to my followers. The only reason I know is because I actually hit 14, like a one I looked at, it, I was like, oh wow, they let me get over 14. Mm -hmm. And then I looked back and it kind of grew for like a week or two. And now I'm back at like 13, eight, 13, nine. But I was down at thirteen six, and like three four hundred came back yesterday. Yeah, so I don't know if it's like a like a wiping out or something, or you know, bleaching you know bot accounts before Elon takes over, or it's the you know getting ready for the political bullshit. Because you know, I, I sent you a text earlier today that that my Bill Gates uh, original song, which I, you know the first song I ever wrote, uh, which is talking about Bill Gates, you know, vaccine for the purpose Bill of Gates. Uh, exactly. 
Yeah. So I can't sing it anymore, apparently, because it's copyrighted. Uh, apparently, it's owned by some UK, you know, company that they said it's now copyrighted material. So an original song that I wrote on my phone about Bill Gates got taken off of Instagram. But the whole song was about uh, digital tracking, you know, which is. Which How, is well, wait a minute. How is that even possible? I do, Bill. It's insane. Dude, I got a copyright. But this was like one of this was way before. I don't even know if you Bobby fucking like spoke. I don't even know what that was talking about. So you know how Bobby writes all like the fucking uh, Michelle Obama's a man and Biden and all those kind of stuff. So he his first one was the Bill Gates one, and it was literally his fucking track. He he went in the basement and fucking made it, and and now it's banned for copyright. Doesn't make sense. It was me and a guitar playing into my phone and then just putting it out on the internet. And it's copyrighted material, and the song was taken off a month before the midterm elections. You might have a lawsuit. I mean, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. You know, with who? Zuckerberg? Like who am I? Like who am I suing? Who's the copy? Someone who who copyrighted it? I I don't think anybody copyrighted it. I just think they used some bullshit excuse to just want it off. Yeah, I mean, so so here, and I want to get back to what you're saying here. Yeah, but I don't want to forget what I'm about to tell you because I do have this down as a note. Um. There is a thing going on right now. And again, this was an anomaly who I saw post this. So I want to you know, give credit where credit's due. He got a video taken down on YouTube. And he went you know, to the wall, like emailing them, like, why was this removed, whatever. Their response, Bob, and I told Bill about this, was that they removed the video, even though the video didn't have any disinformation in it, because the people in the comments, their comments were so negative that they have to delete the video because it the, it's being misinterpreted by the people in the comments. I mean, they, they so they're basically saying like, if I go out and say, "Hey, masks don't work a hundred percent of the time," mm-hmm. right? We know masks don't work at all. But let's say I just said that masks don't work a hundred percent of the time. They can't take that down because that's true. But then all of a sudden in the comments, if two people write. This is why I said we should never use masks. Masks were a corporate fucking move to imprison us. They can delete my video or comment because the people in the comments were writing crazy shit that has no association with the thing that I said. That's how far the censorship has gotten. And well, Bill, then, you even said that's insane. Well, wouldn't then wouldn't the island boys be completely gone then? Everyone should be gone. Because every literally comment, everyone should be everyone's got crazy shit in the comments. It's like the IRS. If they want to find something on you, they can. And that's yes. why everything operates on a system of blackmail. So if they want to delete you, they'll find a way to delete it. If they want to delete an original song that's about vaccines for the purpose of di- you know digital ID and tracking, they can find a reason to take the video off well, the internet. They also, they also said the IRS, you know, they hired all them people. Mm-hmm. Um, they were saying that anybody the who Special makes- agents. Anybody who makes below four hundred and fifty thousand won't get audited. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. That's exactly. Yeah. Sure. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. And the vaccine passport, and the social credit <laughs> score system, is really just to allow yeah. everyone to feel safe. Yeah. Okay. Don't worry, Bob. You won't lose your job <laughs> if you don't when get it. Technology advances <laughs> that we're not going to be able to shut off your fucking central nervous system <laughs> by pushing a button in Iraq. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. We're not coming after the middle class. His- yeah. History shows that we never destroy the middle class. Never. We love you. We care about you. But, I but mean, you know, censors- what are you going to do with this it, Gates thing? Well, 
I mean, there's really not much to do at this point except laugh at it and maybe repost. But but the, the concept is, is, you know, we're talking about uh, what's happening with, with the censorship and with, with, with fo- losing followers. Are they getting rid of bots or is the censorship beginning? Are they starting another one of these attacks right around election season where they're taking away, obviously, very, very prominent and important voices like myself? Um, you know, away from. I like remember, how you slid that in. Yes, remember in <laughs> 2020. Do you remember when? Because I know you remember this from Instagram. Because when we murdered it. Well, we did when until we crushed it. Remember during the election though, for like two months span, we were getting like 15 and 20 likes on on posts and videos, yeah, yeah. and then yeah. it, once they unlocked whatever shadow ban they had on us, it, it you know it it blossomed back up. So I'm interested to see once you know, election time hits again, if, if we're going to see similar shadow banning, because to me, that was the first evidence of, you know, bullshit, you know, I mean, even Bill Rupp's talking about it, right? So I, I think the midterm factor of all this, I don't think it's that because everyone keep, I think everyone's kind of lost on what's going on with this Twitter thing. And I look at it more from a financial standpoint. And that's why, even though I'm obviously in a tremendous pendulum with a lot to gain from this, I, I was looking at it from what I believe to be a rational standpoint of, of a business, financial acquisition. Twitter obviously tanked their whole company in 2020 and before to for the election to make sure Trump didn't get in, blah, 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 however you want to look at it. And their Trump, their company really went in much bigger financial trouble and they were never able to pull out of it. It's the same reason why you're seeing CNN firing, you know, Brian Stelter and all these guys, Cuomo, because they realize we got to get back towards the middle. Even Netflix is like, fuck, we got to head towards the middle, right? Like everyone who went too political realized, fuck, you know, go woke, go broke. And they're all coming towards the middle. And Twitter was just too much to save. It went too far. And they wanted to get rid of this fucking thing. So when Elon pulled this stunt, I don't think he ever envisioned that Twitter would really want him to buy Twitter, right? Like, I think he saw this thing playing out at the beginning where I'm going to put the bid in. Maybe it cost me a couple billy. But the bottom line is Twitter's going to want their Twitter in their possession. And Twitter's like, no, fuck, no. Get this off our books. We don't want all this debt. We don't want any of this shit. <clears throat> and everyone thinks this is a political move by Elon Musk to manipulate the elections. I don't think a fucking Elon Musk gets a fuck. No, nah, he didn't care about honestly. it. No, no, no. And here's how you know why. Bill, Elon Musk was trying to push this trial that was supposed to take place at the end of this month back to January. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Elon Musk was the one who went to court and said, I don't want this now. Push this back to January. So if Elon Musk wanted to take control of Twitter to manipulate the midterms, why would he be trying to push his forced acquisition of it until after the midterms? That's wrong. Elon Musk doesn't give a fuck about the political side of this. Elon Musk gives a fuck about Elon Musk. Yeah, it so, doesn't matter if he cares, though. It's, it's what's going to happen. It, right. And that's a good point, right? So, and that's why I want to kick to you, Bill. I do think it will have a dramatic effect, um, but I, that wasn't his intent. Like, Elon isn't coming in here to manipulate the elections. He didn't want it to be bought now. He wanted it to be pushed back, right? Yeah, but like you said, the, the unintended consequences of it happening are just, you know, if if he does come back and he gets everybody, gives everyone's accounts back and everything else, and you could just say whatever you want, obviously that's going to make a big difference. It's going to change a lot of stuff. Yeah. I mean, so so what do you think, Bill? I mean, you said you don't think we get our accounts back. Why would we not get our accounts back? Uh, that's one I, of the craziest things I've, I've heard you I say. I think it's going to be too much. I think it's going to be, there's going to be too many problems. Too many people are going to complain. Um, I think he'll start small by letting some things pass here and there, but you won't, I don't think maybe sometime next year, maybe halfway through or later in the year, maybe they'll start to release some, but 
right away, no. Yeah, it, it kind of reminds me of when they're like, Trump's going to pardon Assange. Trump's yeah. going to pardon this, that, and the other. And, and none of that shit happened. I think that's right. what I think we just hang on to false idols. Like, I mean, maybe there's parallels between this Italian prime minister and Elon, where, you know, people are thinking Elon. Elon's become a champion of the right, you know, re, of, as a recent, you know, because of some of the activity he had on Twitter. But once again, I mean, look who Elon's. You know, been aligned with over the past. Look, you know, hey, he's a oh, green he's initiative not a good, guy. Not, he's just not like, a good person. <laughs> yeah. So that you know, that's why it's like, you know, that that's why I kind of tend to agree with Bill. It's like, you know, I don't think he's gonna quote unquote pardon any of these accounts. You know, I I, I say, you know, unless you give Alex Jones his fucking account back, uh, I don't have anything to say about you. You know, I don't. So think, I think Elon. Let's cut you off. Start you with Alex with Jones. No, just start with Alex Jones, and then you got me. See, I think it's the other way around. So I, I kind of agree with what you guys are talking about. But I've been saying from the beginning, Elon isn't right. Elon isn't left. Elon's a fucking selfish, psychotic, you know, maniac, which at times is just incredible to watch. Yeah. And at other times is very scary to understand that he's trying to like neuralink the shit out of all of us. But the bottom line is he's an agent of chaos. Mm. So for me, I think the opposite. I, I agree with you, Bill, that he's not going to go fucking all the way balls deep the fuck in. But I think his reason why he's gone more right-leaning is because if I'm right that his mission the whole time, which is starting to look to be right, was to destroy Twitter, to start his own fucking social media thing, and now he's forced to buy it. So it's like, fuck it, because he sent a couple tweets saying this is the be this purchase of Twitter is the beginning of X.com, right? So he's saying, like, this is just going to fast-track my thing that I wanted to do anyway. If you want to kill Twitter, which is basically controlled by the libs, you, what do you do? You get the army of God on your side, right? You get the Republicans on your side, and now you start that war to cause chaos. So I think he is going to start releasing accounts, and I think Alex Jones, Trump, and all of them will be the last to the party because I think letting you know Bob's lessons not get shadow banned and Tommy G's account come back and some of these Q accounts come back, I don't think that's the chaos. I think Alex Jones, Donald Trump, those big accounts are the ones that will cause a fucking stir in the country, honestly. So I think that they will be last to come back. I think they'll be first. Okay. I mean, listen, I agree. Do, yeah. you, do you think he's just going to open the floodgates? Are we all just going to have to reapply for verification and, and they're um, just going to pop up? I, I think they'll dilute the verification system like you dilute college degrees. You know, where it's like... Mm -hmm. I, they may even do it like Gab where you can pay for verification. But I, I think... If if Elon takes over and they they really focus on the verification system, I think you're going to see a lot more blue check marks, and it's become you know less and less meaningful, like a college degree. Well, he wants to verify all humans. Yeah, right, so my, right. everybody might be verified, Bobby. Right. If you sign on, you might everybody have a blue like uh like some other sites. If you're verified, you know whatever you're like on eBay and shit, right? You know, like uh, you're, yeah. you're a verified seller or something. Yeah, like and then that. you have to give them your information. So. <clears throat> right. And I think, I think that's the plan. <clears throat> I've said that from the beginning, that I think what he's going to do is he's going to verify all humans. So everyone will get a human verification badge to eliminate the bots. Sweet. That'll be the first thing he does to get everyone in there. But that uh, yellow check mark that a human's going to get is still not the same as the blue check mark. The yellow check mark is something you're just going to have to get in order for people to even read what you're writing, right? It'll, come, it'll become the inverse scarlet letter. Where if you don't have the check mark, you basically no one's going to take you seriously. I'm hearing that little fuzz thing again right there. I um, think he gets rid of all the check marks. No, no, I think it's no. going to be multi badge system. 
And yeah. because he's going to go to a paid model. Because again, go back to the business side. Don't look at Elon, the social justice warrior. Look at Elon, the businessman. Twitter is going to be a paid service. So what it'll be is yellow check mark for everyone who's not a bot. Yay, we're all verified. Blue check mark is for verified celebrities, personalities, this and that. Or you can pay for it. You know, like if, if you want to pay the $3 a month or $5 a month, we'll give you the blue check mark. So I think it's going to be one of those type of systems where his sole focus is going to be to monetize Twitter. And yes, the check mark will lose its credibility. Not that it fucking had any anyway, but it'll start to get to a point where the more you pay, the more you can do. The algorithm will pick you up faster. You'll go to the top of things. It's it's going to be uh, it's going to cater to the people who are willing to. They pay already for it. have that though. Yeah, but no one's no one's using it. Like it, this is going to be like literally, if you don't pay the three dollars a month, you feel like you're fucking tweeting into the abyss. I mean, they were able to do that with YouTube. You know, they they slowly made advertisements. You know, that's another thing they could they could fucking just fill your feed with advertisements. Well, if you pay the premium, you know, yeah. it's ad free. I mean, dude, it got so bad at YouTube that. I, I purchased the premium to get rid of these fucking advertisements. Right. So now I'm paying for, you know, premium YouTube service. So, I mean, you can slowly trickle, a, a, you know, that, that type of incentive, you know, to, to either stay on Twitter or to increase your status. Listen, you got fucking people, you know, on Minecraft and Fortnite purchasing skins for 20 bucks, you know, so right. they can look my, like these, dude. I just went not to cut you off. I just went no. to my niece, niece and nephew. I'm seeing them every Tuesday or Wednesday because our schedules are now better. And every time I go there, uh, my nephew is very into cards now, right? We've been getting them into collecting sports cards and stuff, trying to get them heavier and deeper in the sports. I mean, he's doing the Pokemon bad. shit, isn't he? No, no, oh. <laughs> no, straight sports card. So, uh, so, ah, there's something I have to mention when you're done. I got, okay. I got, I got to mention something when you're done. So, all right, all right. Me, wait, hold on, let me make a little note here. Bob's yeah. mentions. Uh, <laughs> Bob's mentions. New handle. Uh, but my niece, right? So, like, when we go there, I'm so trying to get him because he's always loved music and art and all that. But you know, me and Carter alphas. We need a seven year old to be focused 100 percent on football, baseball, and stuff like that. <laughs> so when we go there, are you laughing at me being an alpha? <laughs> Kurt. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Kurt says. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, you can make fun of me for a lot of things, but I'm pretty fucking alpha. Um, so, yeah, beta, beta Kurt. But um, so when we go there, I feel bad, right? Like I want her to be involved too because we're doing we're throwing a circus for this kid. So I'm like, what does she like? And she likes these Roblox things. Yeah, Roblox. And, yeah. Right. So you may know what they are. Like anyone with kids may. She makes these little like characters and game. Mm -hmm. so I buy her these like $25, $50 Roblox cards, right? And she goes nuts. And it's like, wait, you gotta I'm like, what do you buy with them? She buys like hair for an avatar. Yep. And like, yep. They, like they're charging kids to fucking and Dude. parents are like, me and all these other idiots are just like, here's a hundred dollars so you can buy an avatar. Yeah, that's like, what I realized. Like the DLC, the digital downloading content is is where it's at with with just anything, but especially gaming. So like my my girlfriend's uh, nephews, they come over a lot. You know, we play video games and stuff. And so I had I gave him one, a PS4 for his birthday. You know, just here you go. I have an extra one laying around. So he goes home um, and he's like, "Hey, uh, you know, I I want to play Roblox in Minecraft. You know, but I you know I don't have I need to have an account set up. You know, can you set up an account for me?" I'm like, "Sure." 
and then and then I noticed you have to have a fucking de- credit card or a debit yeah. card on file, and I'm like, Crazy. I'm like, oh shit, and I told him I said, hey, listen, no, don't purchase anything, you know, unless you ask me first. Oh, okay, you know, next, <laughs> thing, you, next thing you know, nine p.m. Ding. 1299 ding 1499 ding 2999 roblox minecraft and he and i was like i text i text him i said hey man i said what are these three charges he goes oh you know i'll I'll hit you back i'm like i really needed him a 12 year old's telling me he's gonna fucking hit me back and and create a fucking credit system with me because he's so addicted to an avatar crazy Oh, it was insane, dude. So I had to cancel his fucking account. And I told him, <laughs> I gave him a PS4, then took away every possibility he had to play the thing. Unbelievable, <laughs> man. You're talking about kids, bro. There's adults. Yeah. Adults do that. Oh, forget they, it. Yeah. They can't get out of that world. They yeah. love it. And now, like, it's getting so, those games are getting so intricate. It's like you're, you're there. It's like yeah. the whole world. Like, I, bro, I watch the people on TikTok. Like you could, it's you like can't... what TikTok is. Like you literally, the funny thing is you're talking about people who the games have become their whole world when I <laughs> criticize you because TikTok has become your whole world. And then you just said when you were on TikTok. Yes. That's what you are. You are in a TikTok pendulum the same way these kids are in a Roblox pendulum. You can play Grand Theft Auto now as the cops mm-hmm. and be on teams with other people. Like they have their own police force. It's real. Like the guys go to jail. I yep. mean, it's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> but that's why I say, in twenty years, there's going to be court cases of you know, like stealing, virtual rape, virtual rape, virtual stealing, virtual adultery. Like you know, when you're having child custody yeah. cases, my husband cheated on me in in the metaverse. In the metaverse, yeah. You know. I mean, these are these are things that are going to be 100%. up to debate in court cases. You know, the whole world is going to be lived on a virtual plane. Yeah, that's like what, everything yeah. is going sports. I mean, imagine how much better sports would be in a virtual world. Well, the games. You know? I mean, I I used to love going to sports games, mm-hmm. sporting games. Go. I've been to so many like over my lifetime. Got ticket stubs, everything. I don't even want to. I don't want to step foot. In a football game. Right. I mean, Wait, what's yeah. your reasoning for that? It's so boring. It's Number boring one. as shit. Two. Only game, only time I would go, actually I'd consider going, is if it was an island game, like a Sunday night, Monday night, Thursday mm-hmm. night type of thing. Because if you go Sunday, you miss the whole day. So you have yeah. no idea what's going on in any other games. Number two, it's just you can't see shit on right. a football game. Right. You can't see the tackles. if can't see what's going You're on. Look, you end up looking at a jumbotron half the time, anyway. The whole time. Yeah, it's awful. I don't understand well, how people have fun doing that. Like when I was in college and I went to Michigan to visit my friend or here, that's awesome to go to the game. It's a whole day experience. This, not awesome. Well, the problem is too. It's an ADD generation, right? And as someone who you know, probably multiple multiples of us on this podcast alone, we're extremely ADD, ADHD. We just never stop doing what we did in our life because we weren't didn't want to get addicted to pills and fucking medication to keep us normal but you start to realize that in an average football game the ball is in play for 11 minutes right 11 minutes that it's actually in play right and when you tell that to people they think you're insane but then when you tell them listen it's a 40 second play clock you know they you know set hut turn around find a receiver bang four Four seconds. seconds he's on the ground and then there's another 36 seconds of huddling spotting going back and then set hut and it's back in. Yeah. So in an ADD generation, we're caught up with 
you know, commercials, replay reviews, angles, this, guys talking, Manning casts, all this kind of stuff. When you're at the game, you're just fucking sitting there waiting for the next fucking play to happen. You realize how much it sucks. Right. Like football games are horrific. Well, and, and the there's commercial breaks, opportunities for you to get up, take a fucking piss yeah, in your and own then house. Get, at the game, you fucking commercial break is just a bunch of people standing around. Right. You know, so like you, you start to realize the more ADD society gets, the less real live events. I mean, dude, we're watching fucking Hocus Pocus 2 today with my niece and nephew, and, and they're on an iPad. They're jumping all over the couch. They're on yeah. their phone. Like, no one can do just one thing anymore, and society is just falling absolutely apart. I don't know how we got this far off. Well, no, Elon Musk. Hocus Pocus 2 or 1 did you watch? We watched Hocus Pocus 1. Oh, in preparation of Hocus Pocus 2. Well, Bill has been uh, – Bill is. I don't want to uh, – we got to do it here, but we got to get back to Musk for a minute. The uh, So let me – and Bob's mentions. I made a little note. So, oh! Yeah, uh, say your mention first. All right, so I was on a, I was on a call with Uncle Danny, and maybe he he can help. But he told me that I had to mention this. Okay, so you know the whole Gary. Did you want to wait for Uncle Danny? Nah, 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 because he'll Stop. be happy that I mentioned this because I usually forget. Uh, right. The whole Gary V philosophy. Uh, most people, I figure, right, probably know who Gary V is. Like he's, yeah, he's like a just fucking billion, you know, entrepreneur, motivational, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Jet. Never heard of him. Yeah, you have. Anyway. Oh, you well, really haven't? I really haven't. I mean, you're the dumbest person. I can't, and I mean, you're I on TikTok and you've never I seen mean, a Gary Vee. I don't know, Tommy, and I am every person out there. Then I'm not you are, If you're every person out there, we should just shut the fucking No, yeah, down. dude. So, yeah. okay. Despite There's not many more people. The Gary Vee philosophy of, of parenting. You're than me. You're totally <laughs> retarded. I am tuned in with You are people. tuned in to the cabal. What is my nickname? The man of the people. You named yourself that. <laughs> who, who named you Tommy G? What if I named myself a 6'5 Tommy? Am I 6'5? No, you're 5'6. I'm 5'11. But no, a man of the people, no. You're a man of the retards. You are, you are the marketing shill of America. Whatever the cabal and media wants you to absorb, that's what you absorb. Yeah, he's like so the no. Elon of the Jets, dude. Everybody wants him to be the owner of the fucking New York Jets. And you never heard of the well, guy? Let's stick to go to the right, Anyway, go so his, his whole philosophy of parenting is, you know, like if you're playing one-on-one against your six-year-old kid, swat the shit out of your kid. Don't let him, right, yeah. you know, don't let him win. I just, you know? I just beat my nephew in DFS. <laughs> That's yeah. what I was going to bring up. And so you all thought it was a dick move. I don't know. Who? He's going to learn. Well, so. <laughs> I, spoke to Uncle, I spoke to Uncle Danny. The other day, me, Danny, and Kurt all think that that's dick. All right, so let's I mean, elaborate on it. So Kurt, Kurt's trying to get his kid into, let me get the story straight, into fantasy football. So, okay, he, daily you know, fantasy, yeah. daily fantasy football. So he's picking his teams based on maybe the pictures that he likes, you know, kind of like mm -hmm. how, like, my mom picked, you know, teams based on whether they were Catholic teams in the tournament or what, you know, she right. picked the Colgate to mascots. win because that was the toothpaste mascots she used. Is a good thing to use. Yeah, mascot. Yeah. So, you know, he's picking his, his d daily fantasy lineup, you know, to play Tommy because, you know, maybe we'll get him into sports and get him into, you know, fantasy football and all that stuff. Tommy, first of all, you, unlo smoked him. you unload your whole salary from what I heard. You didn't I even. Didn't, like I, I didn't leave a dollar. <laughs> and you I beat him by like 60 points. I fucking kid. He almost cried. Yeah. <laughs> Bert said he was almost in tears. I fucking smoked him. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Yeah. You made the kid yeah. cry. Yeah. And what, what, listen, he's got And he didn't get his pack of cards either. 
<laughs> with better pack of cards. He gets a pack of cards. Yeah, I, 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 I gave him a self-made pack of cards, but we didn't go to the card store. I, I told him he got to so win. That's bad for the kid. Nah, got to fucking win. He I'm didn't win. I'm okay with Now, that. listen, this I'm is okay all part of the process here. I set a suboptimal lineup. Listen, his father's got to do a better job of helping him with his lineups. I'm sorry. It's mm-hmm. fucking Kurt's fault. But the whole point of it is I'm going to let him win this week. Like, if it's basketball, I'm going to fucking kill him every day. Right. But because this is DFS, but he needs to start off with with an L, and that's it. Started off with an L, yeah. And uh, and guess what? Now he'll, he'll win this week. I'll, I'll let him win this week, so we can start no. going back and forth. He ain't winning every fucking week. Like this shit's gonna be to the wire because at Christmas time, if he ends up beating me for the year, he gets like a fucking monster like thousand dollar box of cards. Okay, he's gonna earn this shit. He's not gonna just fucking go fucking ten and overs. But fuck that noise. Hmm. Ah, fair no. enough. And I set a very beatable lineup, right? Okay. Like, but I used all my salary. I played Pittman in the flex. I played the Giants D because I had extra salary. <laughs> I played like fucking 19 Jets in the lineup, and somehow the Jets scored 17 points in the fantasy lineup, scored 100. <laughs> but listen, <laughs> so this week I'll tank, you know, but it's it's going to be a back and forth battle. He's got to learn to lose. Nah, I, I, I respect the move. I, it, it definitely made me laugh, but I, I yeah, probably would yeah, do something. Now, everyone, now everyone's mad at me, but. Nah, yeah. I think it's funny. Yeah, I, I bet, I bet his week. wife's so mad at you. I bet she's legit probably pissed off. Doesn't I, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. He's going to learn. No. Listen, I teach that kid a lot when I go to that house. And today I told him, I walked in, I was like, yeah, what's up? He's like, I'm going to beat you this week. I'm like, you didn't beat me last week. I kicked your ass. So he's if he's like, playing you one-on-one, you know, you're over for a family dinner and he's Tommy, let's go play basketball. I just learned a jump shot. I want you to I'll let him you. score. I'm, I'm going to win though. Wow. I, fucking, I, I'll let him get a lead. You're not going to SWAT that kid? I will SWAT the shit out of him. Last time, dude, I have a video which I will play you down in Kurt's basement with the Papa shot where uh, where he, my brother came down the steps as I happened to be filming, uh, <laughs> me playing him. And Kirk, uh, he, goes, he goes, did you play Tommy in basketball? And he's like, yeah. He's like, who won? I'm like, I beat his ass. <laughs> he goes, he cheated. And Kurt's like, come on. I, you have been practicing all week. Well, be better. <laughs> be better I'm cool because then that. when he does beat me which i'll let him win every once in a while but when he does he'll appreciate it now nah, i listen i always had older everything siblings cousins and you know lessons of getting your fucking ass kicked i think are valuable yeah he's got it he's gotta learn it, yeah. especially by your uncle i need him to look at me as like fucking the don dada you know yeah. like yeah, like yeah. Un- uncle tommy's the boss yep you know he's a man so yeah i thought that it. was great man i really did um so the back to the Elon Musk thing here. I don't know where we're going before, but back to the Elon Musk thing real quick. So a kind of final thoughts on where Elon Musk goes with this, Bobby, what you think is about to happen, and and if you think this is good or bad. That's a good question. Um, where do I think it's gonna go? Um, I think it's gonna go more towards a technocratic uh I think there's gonna be a lot more um like you know, like when you see predictive advertisement there's just going to be more data collecting private data collecting that you may not know about um but i think it's going to be more technocratic less politicized so there might be some freeing up as far as what you can say on one political spectrum or another but i do think there's going to be some type of system like we were saying whether it's a verification system identification system because i feel like that's the easiest way is to take you know, I mean, shit, one sixth of the population has, you know, has a Twitter handle. So if you want to operate on the sphere, fine. But if he's trying to do it in order to bolster something else, which is his pattern, you know, to buy something in order to 
further advance himself into another endeavor that he's going on, then, you know, we'll see that, you know, so I don't know. It's hard to, it's hard to predict, but um, I don't think it's going to benefit either me or you that much, you know, I think I, it is. Nah, I don't think it will. Uh, but Bill, what's your final take on the, uh, I, told you, uh, I don't think uh, benefit. I don't think anything big like that. I don't think account. Like, I think you're thinking too big of them just putting everybody's accounts back, blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't think it's just going to like, we're going to wake up and that's going to happen. No, I, I do think that if you want, you're going to want it. They might even have something like, um, if you want to get your account back, because you know, some of the people might be dead or moved on. Some people don't care anymore. You might have to fill out paperwork and stuff like that. Fill out something to say that you want it back. But I don't think it's going to happen. Uh, definitely not before the midterms. And uh, probably not until next year. I honestly, so so I think one of the things you said there is right. I don't think it's going to be next year. I think everyone's coming back 100%. He's talked about it. He's mentioned it. He's, he's said how much he I hates mean, it. There's going to be a reapplication process. So I think what it'll be is anyone who feels their account was unfairly suspended, send, because uh, we all sent appeals when we got suspended. The problem is fucking Twitter wiped their ass with them. So yeah, no one fucking it. looked at them, right? So I think you're going to be able to reappeal, like a real appeal this time. And then they're pretty much going to let almost every single person back. They'll let you back. If you had a check mark, you probably have to reapply for the verification system, just like you did the first time. I think it'll be like a fresh start and everyone's going to come back. I'm telling you. Everyone who reapplies is going to come back. It'll probably take time because there's a lot of people. I do think he's going to be very cautious not to unleash the floodgates before the election. Like all the fucking truth social retards are out there going, we're all going to get our accounts back before the midterms. No, because now he's a businessman. You got to remember all the shit he was saying, like Bobby said earlier, anyone could write a speech. Anyone could say a speech, right? So whatever he was saying before, he didn't own Twitter and didn't plan on owning Twitter, honestly. Now he owns fucking Twitter. So now he does have to make sure he doesn't piss off the left too much. Now he does have to make sure he doesn't turn it into a complete shit show. So I think what he's going to do is he's going to wait till post midterms to fucking let people back on. So he doesn't cause the chaotic, oh, you let all the fucking QAnon people back on. And then after that, at the end of the year, you'll start to see everyone coming back on Twitter, open square, open forum. Everyone will be able to grow. I do think there's going to be an algorithm which is going to move people up, people down. I don't think it's going to be based on your political stance. I think it's going to be based on how much traction you bring to Twitter. Because I watched this whole interview and so did everyone else. I don't know why no one understands what the fuck this guy wants. He wants a fucking profitable business out of Twitter. And that's the whole thing. He said anyone who is bringing traction, anyone who is bringing impressions is good for Twitter. The way Twitter makes money is through impressions. So if Bobby's tweeting something that's getting 5,000 to 50,000 impressions and Bill's tweeting something and they have the same amount of followers and Bill's tweeting something that's getting 50 to 100 impressions, the algorithm's going to boost Bobby. Whether Bobby's saying fuck Trump or fuck Biden, as a company, he's going to boost the people that are getting the most interaction, which is going to make it, like he said, he loves TikTok. He said... TikTok is brilliant because it's never boring. He's like, the last thing you want when you own a social media company is to be boring. So anything that's making people emotional is good. And yeah, it's going to get wild. It's going to get crazy. But I'm telling you, if you're tweeting anything controversial, you will be moved up. Not just Republicans, not just Democrats. He's going to f*** up. He'd be fucking retarded, Bob, to leave 
my account suspended. This person inevitably T's account suspended. Trump's account suspended. Alex Jones suspended. If he's treating it as a business, you want anyone who was making waves live and popping on the fucking platform, and that's why he's going to open all those accounts. Mm-hmm. And Trump's going to build that's a wall. That's my stance. It's and, a and the, business. The, Trump's going to build a wall, and the Fed's going to be audited and ended. I mean, listen, and- you listen, you guys, you told me Elon Musk wasn't buying Twitter. Now he's buying Twitter. Yeah. So I listen. I I don't I don't know one way or another, man. I think I'm in the I think I'm like taking the Kurt stance, which is which I think sucks. you don't want me to have that account out, do you? You no, I think it'd back. be really good for us. <laughs> I was really pissed when your account got taken away because it was like I right at the time. Now where it's like, almost kind of funny though, right? I mean, no, no. Like, like it, once, once I you know got fired for the vaccine bullshit. I, I realized I wasn't. You know, I was trying to get verified through you know my, the radio station. You know. <laughs> uh, once I lost well, that, honestly, in this care. situation, Bobby, you probably will be verified because I, if I have to reapply, I mean, we're on pretty much the same shows and shit. So. Right, right. Right, we'll get verified this time. Uh, yeah. So I was I was a little disappointed that I didn't get verified through my radio station. But um, you know, once I got denied blue check mark status, I just kind of gave up on that shit. So I mean, if you get your check mark back, it's good for everybody. I'm not that selfish. It's good for it's good <laughs> for our entire brand. Why do you think Bill is so adamant that we're not I'm not coming back? Because he I keeps saying it. No matter what things break my way, he keeps saying because it. Do you think he's, it's because he's afraid that I'm gonna unleash hell on him? No, it's because he's probably right. That's probably that's probably that's probably one hundred percent right. I would say right now I'm ninety eight percent. Okay, I think it's that high. I think when and we're all like ninety eight percent. I think it's that yeah. high. All right. I think it makes zero. Bill, wouldn't you agree? It makes no business sense. And and again, I'm not talking about me. I'm just saying that this is the perfect example. Does Twitter make more money if there's a hundred thousand people like me? who are now either off the platform or working on a 10,000-person account, or if those 100,000 people like me now have a quarter million followers getting a billions of impressions. Which way does Twitter make more money? I mean, obviously, they make more money that way. And he's a businessman. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think no, but we'll see. Mm-hmm. I hope, I hope I'm wrong. Listen, I hope I'm wrong for you. I mean, you are wrong. Yeah, okay. And listen, here's it. the beauty of it, Bob. Will you? All right, let me ask you this final question for both of you, Bob. Let's say he doesn't bring the accounts back. Do you think all the shadow bans will be lifted and everything, and accounts will at least be able to grow again, and we'll be able to write threads again and make fucking Obama videos again? Do you think all that will happen with him in charge? I think if we start from scratch and make new accounts, possibly. But I, just, I feel like the ones that are already out there are already nuked. I just feel, feel like, like the I feel like. Letter- yeah, I feel like my Twitter account is nuked. Like it's gone. Really? And yeah, you don't think gone. that'll be released? No, I just it's firing I, the whole fucking staff at Twitter. Uh, maybe. I mean, possibly, but I I just don't want to get false hope. I just feel like my account's nuked. You know. I think you're just doing what I do all the time. You're looking at the glass half empty so that you're not disappointed if it doesn't happen. I mean, that could be it, but you know, at the same time, it's like you know, you go from getting you know. X amount of shares and X amount of likes to one tenth of that, you know, for over a two year period, you just kind of like throw you in the fucking, fucking don't towel. care. Right. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, so, maybe. But what do you think? Do you think it at least loosens up? I think up? he starts small. Yeah. I think he's, but do you, th- do you think he starts by letting the shadow bands go and like your 24 hour suspension that you got for what you said? Do you think all that shit disappears at least early? Uh, it'd be like low, low stuff. Yeah. Like small stuff at first. 
And like, then, are you going to be able to go out? Let's say Musk takes over. Are you going to be able to go out and say that you hopes the mass murderer kills himself without getting suspended for 24 hours? I don't know. I don't you also know. have to you also have to worry about this though. So like think about if you're purchasing a business that's already you know successful but maybe it's doing about 75% of what it already did. So like if you buy a a bar uh, or a restaurant, you're not going to go in there and change everything right, you know, right off the bat, right? You might put your touches on it at the beginning to make it look like your own, change some things in the menu. That way it brings in a new clientele. The problem is if it brings in the new clientele, but then it gets rid of the old clientele, then you have the same problem on the other end. You know, where but now I don't get, think here's the thing, Bob, I and finish that. What finish I'm saying that. is you have to create uh, your own business using your own model that will will essentially create the largest number of impressions you possibly can. So you still have to run a business. You still have to make sure both sides are happy because if it goes wild, wild west, the, the left, the left is going to get, because they, they can't, they won't so, be able okay, to handle Okay, so here's it. the point I want to drive home, and Bill could even verify this. Bobby, you definitely can. What's the saying about going broke as a company? Go, go woke, go, 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 go broke. broke. Right? Right. What is the number one news channel in America? Fox? Fox News, right? Yeah. Who are the highest paid news anchors in America? The right. Fox News pundits. Right. Who buys all the shit? Conservatives. Libtards want free shit and they destroy companies. Mm -hmm. The second you go woke or cater to liberals, you go broke. They don't pay. They don't want to spend. When I came out and started my betting company, everyone said, you can't start a betting company if you're Tommy Trump. And I said, fuck that. Liberals don't fucking spend money, bro. They're fucking a cancer to a successful business. Republicans and conservatives spend all the fucking money. So I honestly think the problem with Twitter right now is that all the conservatives left. A lot of them are on Truth Social. A lot, like you, Bobby, you don't use Twitter for what you used to. No. You basically dipset on it. All the people who would buy the $5 a month thing, who would be on there drawing big traction, the liberal, listen, like think about the big, just look at 2020, right? The world shut down and no one had a business. Conspiracy theorists moved into millions of followers. Mm -hmm. Like all of us, nobody's on our couch. Conservatives blew the fuck up. Who were the leading impression getters in 2020? Alyssa Milano, like fucking Chrissy Teigen. Like the liberals had nothing. The Republicans and the conservatives and the conspiracy theorists took the fucking thing over and sent Twitter through the roof. He knows that. So I think if he wants a successful business, he needs to get all those conservatives back because conservatives spend, conservatives grow your business. And right now there's too many fucking liberals on there. And guess what, Bob? Just like they all said they were moving to Canada when Trump took office, the liberals ain't fucking going anywhere because they like being miserable. Liberals love unhappiness. They live for it. They suck it up like it's their lifeblood. They're vampires of unhappiness. So when conservatives and Republicans and rational people like us are on a site and it starts getting obnoxious, we leave. The liberals will never leave. You bring the Q people back, you bring the conservatives back, you bring Trump back, the liberals will never fucking leave because they love negativity. So that's why I think you lean hardcore right and he goes more balls to the wall than you think because that's where the money is. Yeah, but then you're going to have, you know, Twitter labeled as a right-wing, you know, 
good. Yeah. Then the, what, is, what are the fucking CNN going to do? They're going to fucking hate on Twitter all day and they'll get all that free press. Liberals ain't going anywhere. What are they going to do? Where are they going to go? Yeah, but they also have a way of like like screaming the loudest in every room, you know. And I'll go back to the restaurant theory. So you know, you have liberal clientele, and maybe it's not doing good for the business because they don't spend money. And then you have a more conservative clientele coming in that that boots out the liberal clientele, and then liberal clientele's you know picketing out front, and you know you know having all these like uh, you know gatherings and getting the press because the press is liberal and turning against the restaurant. The restaurant gets shut down for this, that, and the other, you know, and next thing you know that they got to close shop because, but I mean, I think you're, I think I agree with you. Yeah. This isn't a restaurant. This isn't a brick and mortar plate. This is Twitter. This is a social media app. This is media bill. What happened to fucking CNN and MSNBC, all those channels that you would watch the view, right? All these fucking stupid shows that none of us watch. What happened to all of them when Trump left office? What did they talk about for the next year? Nothing. <laughs> right. Trump. We talk about Trump. They still they kept talking about Trump. And they still talk about him. They, they, call they still talk about him now. Because they can't survive without the that chaos. So by bringing Trump people back on Twitter, the, the liberals are going to love it. Yeah, they call They'll say the, they hate it, but they're going to love it. They call him the person we, who we shall call nameless. Right, but meanwhile, their ratings fell through the floor when he was gone. So if you compare Twitter, do you think, so So let's say CNN, bunch of liberals, right? They actually want Trump to be president again. They'll say they don't, but their ratings and their business of CNN would kill for Trump back in office. I mean, not even right? that. He, gives, he gave a press conference every day. Right. I mean, those were the things that were good. So does Biden. No one watches it. I loved them. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I love the, the... Have you watched any of the Biden ones? Because he doesn't answer questions. Because liberals are fucking losers. They don't sell. Questions. Republicans like, sell. Conservative, even the fucking, even though I hate the Republicans, Republicans sell. They 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 sell. I'm telling you. It's the best business decision. The liberals want it. Like liberals Cuomo will want it. They want people speech. to hate. Cuomo, Murphy, Trump. It was awesome. Every day. Blasio. Yeah, it was chaos. Never and knew what that Blasio nut was going to say next. Eating French fries and burgers like a fucking weirdo. Uh, Bill, what do you think of this fucking Florida wipeout with the hurricane? I'm sure me and Bobby have some conspiracy tips on it. But what, what are your uh, what's your take on that fucking Florida situation that went on down there? Um, they we're giving all that money to the Ukraine for that fake war over there. Uh, oh. Where's where's the where's the money now? Where is it? People don't have electricity. They don't have running water. Um, half of them are idiots anyway for living down there. Uh, <laughs> I would say hundred yeah. percent of them are idiots for living. I mean, they there. had listen. You had five days, five days to get out uh, before the storm came, and people left hundred thousand dollar cars. People didn't leave, and then they're calling for nine. They're calling nine one one for help, and nine one one's like, we can't. We got nobody. The fire trucks are underwater. First responders can't do anything. That's why I told you to leave. We can't help you. Uh, and now it's just see, we're going to see what uh, what the president's going to do to help. I mean, Florida's in a bad way. If you want to live down Florida's, there, if if Ukraine got all this money, Florida should get a hundred billion. I think I think the solution to all this is that Floridians should have gotten vaccinated. Isn't that yes. what Biden said? I mean, that's, that's what the Biden best said. <laughs> that was the best clip I've ever heard. <laughs> I can't even believe that was a real person. How many points do I get? I mean, for what? For the for the Florida flood, I mean that's my state. 
I mean, I got to give you one for that. Yeah. Here's why I'm going to give you one for that. I'm going to let you go first. Tell me about Florida, and then I'll tell you what my thought process is on it. Well, I mean, it's not even just that. This isn't like a normal situation here. This is a very abnormal situation. The 100-year storm. 100-year storm, election season, uprooting people, potential voters, um, you know, in a swing state, uh, you know, and and a state that has a governor that's very, uh, what would you call it, um, Trumpish, MAGA-ish, yeah, right? Trump 2.0. Yeah, Trump 2.0. So, I, listen, if you want to talk about manipulated weather events, it has all the signs of one. I mean, everything. <laughs> 100-year storm that took place a month and a half before an election. Bill's not a weather manipulation guy. What does Bill's Broward County look jump- like? I wonder. Oh, it's probably a disaster. Yeah. Actually, Broward County. No, I bet Broward County's untouched. Fine. Yeah, I bet it's, it's like untouched. Pristine. That's yeah. there at the Cabal headquarters. Wow. The, uh, but Bill, do you think this is weather manipulation? No. You just think it was a <laughs> random coincidence? No, it's well. I mean, obviously, it's part of the global warming, Tommy. No, ah, of course, yeah. Mm. I mean, well, okay, so it's not. No. Listen, I mean, people move down to Florida. Knowing that those storms... Who moved, are, who moved down to Florida recently? Who's all the people who moved down there in the last three years? A lot. Who? A lot of people from New York. What What type of people? Were Republicans or Democrats? Um, idiots. Right. Pretty much the whole Republican Party moved to Florida. Well, I mean, Tyreek Hill went to the Dolphins instead of the Jets because of state taxes. So maybe that's part of it, too. Yeah. Tyreek I mean, Hill. listen... You think they were trying going after Tyreek Hill? The Jets were, yeah. His his big quote was, <laughs> "No, I think you think the, the weather manipulation yes, is to take out Tyreek to take Hill. out Tyreek Hill." <laughs> you know what? You know what they're so stupid about though in Florida. What? Everything. So everybody moves down to Florida because it's cheaper, right, Bobby? There's no state tax, mm-hmm. everything. But what they don't know is when you move down to Florida and you get they ninety percent of those homes are fucking prefab homes, you know, like trailers. And you have to get massive, massive amounts of um, flooding insurance. Right. Mm-hmm. So we, you're not paying the taxes, but you're paying for flood insurance. And now they're all crying, oh, we didn't have flood insurance. And now they have nothing left. Oh, well, then maybe you should have stayed in New Jersey or New York. <laughs> I have been screaming uh, from the top of my lungs for fucking five years now <clears throat> that stop moving to Florida, patriots. You're fucking retarded. Yeah. Stop moving to Florida. Right. One, it's the only place in the United States of America where you're fucking trapped. Right? It is the only island outside of fucking Hawaii where you are basically on a peninsula, which might as well be an island because there's what, Bobby? Two roads that lead out of Florida? (laughs) Right? Like If you're in Florida, here's what the cabal has to do or China. Did you see the time? Did you see the time when they first announced, when uh, DeSantis announced to get out of Florida... That road, there's two roads, one road in and out. That uh, road usually takes an hour and a half to get out of Florida. It was a 10-hour wait. Oh, I mean, dude, Bill, there's fucking two roads that leave out of Florida, right? So all these fucking patriots, and this is why I said everyone's so fucking stupid. This is why I hate the fucking right more than the left even. Now. They're just fucking both so stupid. I hate the left, but they're just dumb. The right knows better. They're just lazy. That's the thing. The right has just gotten lazy with their thinking process. Like, where do you want to move, Tommy, if the fucking apocalypse comes, if the, if the fucking uh, NWO comes? Not Florida. <laughs> like, literally anywhere but Florida. That's the number one last place outside of Hawaii I would move to. Why? One, you can't go underground because it's all fucking marshland. 
You can't go on mountains because there fucking are none. It's fucking flat everywhere. It has the worst weather. So if you're manipulating weather, you could probably knock Florida clean off the U.S. map Mm -hmm. with two or three storms like this. Uh, Number three, you're trapped. It's the only place in America surrounded. I'm not counting Hawaii. It's the only place in America completely surrounded by water. Well, it's not at the top, but there's one road that leads out of the fucking place. So all you have to do if fucking China wants to come in and wipe out Florida, you just fucking shut off that top road and everyone's stuck there. And you just work your way down like the Redcoats. Second of all, every fucking Republican and their mother's moving there right now. So for the last five years, you've had this infestation of right-wing conservatives funneling to the one place that they would be the most trapped. The one place which has the most natural disasters. The one place with the single most outspoken leader in the history of the world. And when I say I don't fully trust DeSantis, it's like, because if I was the uh, opposition, in the words of all those who created communism, when they said the best way to control the opposition, controlled opposition, is to lead it yourself. If I wanted to funnel all the fucking dangerous people down to one spot where I could put them in a cage... I would probably have some NWO leader masquerading as one of their saviors, like DeSantis, running out telling everyone, hey, follow me down to Florida. Like, five years ago, Florida was the laughing stock of the world. Like, that was the joke, right, Bob? Whenever you saw a car broken over or some guy eating an alligator on the highway, it was like, ah, it must be Florida, right? And now everyone wants to move there. It's the best place in America. No, it's trash. It's garbage. Garbage people. Like, sorry if you're from Florida, but Florida's trash. I so mean, and, and now all of a sudden, we got all the conservatives moving there. We got everyone. We got the most polarizing political figure. Everyone's out there. We're a month and a half before the lid, midterms, and the 100-year storm smashes Florida, wiping it out. This is all DeSantis is going to have to be talking about now. He can't push all his political agendas because he's got to be focused on fucking saving this goddamn wasteland, which has just been fucking destroyed for hundreds of billions of dollars. And we just basically bankrupt the government by sending all our money to fucking Ukraine. Uh, it just seems a little too coincidental for me for people not to think when I was telling everyone, stay the fuck out of Florida, that the hundred year storm comes and wipes it out a month and a half before the elections. Bobby, on a scale from one to 10, how conspiracy is this? How much do you think there's validity that this not being a coincidence? Well, you know, that's why one of my things was wager, a uh, wager, major weather event, you know, because it's, poli- right. it's yeah. political season you picked it in the contest. Yeah. Major weather event. Now, I did say it would be like in in Asia or some shit, but you know that was kind of like my add on. But I did say I did draft major weather event because it's an election season. Where is it going to happen? Is it going to happen in a densely Republican area? Which, by the way, you know, DeSantis has been a champion of the right for about two years, which has given plenty of time for people to funnel into Florida (laughs) for this fucking storm to hit, which is going to take out a lot of votes. You know, so. as far as conspiracy, it hits on on all the points. Is is DeSantis going to be able to run around for the next few months screaming about abortion and right. how he doesn't want you know gay stuff being taught in the schools? Right. Or is he going to have to spend the next two months talking about how the fuck are we going to rebuild the houses in my state? I mean, yeah. I mean, how are you going to rebuild the houses? How are you going to ha- hold elections? You know, are people going to be yeah. able to vote in any of these counties? But like, it shuts him up. Yeah. It completely this storm just shut him the fuck up. It completely shuts him up. But here's the other thing. Most of the places that don't have the resources to rebuild as quickly and to get back are, you know, more uh, Republican voting areas because why they're not right. as densely populated. So they may not have, you know, the resources to get, you know, everything back up and running quickly. 
So, I mean, yep. all these and things are very important. Cities. Yeah. The yeah. major cities are all the Democrats. Major cities. They, they funnel everyone in. People are living on top of each other. Correct. So what would you say on a scale from one to 10, how manipulated was this weather event? I give it a, I give it a solid eight out of 10. Wow. Bill, what would you say? Zero. Do you think there's any chance that this was manipulated? This storm was manipulated? No. <laughs> awesome. So in, basically Bill's working on like a 24 to 36 months lapse. So mark this podcast down and by this is episode 79 by no mercy episode 132 uh bill rupp will be out here talking about how they're causing lightning to strike down towers bobby yeah bobby did you know that uh katie perry was john benet ramsey oh i've seen I mean, that one bro he just tells me this yesterday i've seen that one i'm telling him about how hocus pocus too and we can wasn't there some weird that. thing with her iris or one of her eyes that looked exactly like had like john benet ramsey had the same like imperfection or something yeah well they would they put yeah. their heads over each other's face <laughs> i mean come on dude I mean, you can make me look like denzel washington if he did it yeah I mean, listen uh, it's, <laughs> listen it's uh but, I mean, a scale from one to ten on a scale from zero to ten how much do you believe that katie perry is john benet ramsey me uh, oh no bill uh, probably like a six. <laughs> <laughs> so here, so now here's the best thing. Okay. Have you seen Hocus Pocus, Bob? No. Hocus Pocus is a movie about three witches, mm -hmm. uh, Bette Midler, uh, and then Sarah Jessica Parker and some other bitch, fat bitch. <laughs> and, uh, where they literally want to get younger. So they trap children, hmm. bring them into their house, put a spell on them and suck the life out of them. Mm. And as they suck the life from the child, the child dies and they get younger. And they spend the whole movie hunting down these children to suck the life out of them so that they can have immortality or else they will die. And how do they... What does that remind you of? It reminds you of the, the, well, the eternal youth of the chrome, man. The, the, the one correct. topic that I didn't want you to talk about at episode one. On the first episode, episode right. But, but Monster Day. So you ready for this? Yeah. In the new Hocus Pocus, I want you guys all, those of you listening at home, can go on your phone. Um, I want you to go to Hocus Pocus on Google. Don't go to Hocus Pocus 2, the new one that's coming out. Just go to Hocus Pocus. And uh, you can write Hocus Pocus cover, whatever it is, uh, so that you can get the cover of the first Hocus Pocus. Okay. Do you see it? Yeah, hold on a second. There's a couple different ones. Bill, do you see it? Yeah, I, you showed me yesterday. Right, you know it, right? Bob, do you see it? Uh, it's just written out, Hocus Pocus. Okay, right? I, I see where we're going with this. So, yeah, the original okay, one is Hocus at, Pocus. Look at Hocus Pocus 2 cover, Bob. It's got the swirly? Is that yeah. what I'm looking at? It's got the pedo symbol in the Oh, up. look at that. They added that, right? So I show Bill the FBI pedophile. It looks like one of the witches is on a Swiffer, by the way. <laughs> Bro, like... there's a frazzle drip scene in it, Bob. I no, there isn't. The trailer where they go into the makeup store and they try on the face of a fucking child. Come on. Like they literally grab one of those masks that that uh, the women use. They put on their face and they say like, oh, is this the skin of a boy? And put it on their face like frazzle drip. Like. Right, so I show Bill the Hocus Pocus 2 swirly, and then I show him the FDI database. He knows about adrenochrome. He knows all about it. He believes it's actually a thing. We've talked about Tom Brady being on it. I show him all that. I say the witches are sucking the life. It's still nothing, right? Ever. Still nothing. And I ask him on a scale from 0 to 10, Bill, how much do you think Hocus Pocus is just a metaphor for the elites sucking the 
you know, adrenochrome and, and blood out of the children, what would you say? Zero to ten. Zero. Right. But he believes John Benet Ramsey is Katy Perry on a scale of one to ten, six. Bro, you yeah, be- only because John Benet, John Benet Ramsey's mother was so involved with the beauty pageant, she wouldn't have wanted her daughter to stop. No, only because someone on TikTok told you that, and someone on TikTok hasn't yet told you about Hocus Pocus. Um, maybe, but Hocus yes. Pocus is not about that. It's a good old-fashioned kids and adults film alike, mm. where you can sit down about murdering children, boys and girls. Children can watch it. Adults yeah. can watch it mm. and have yourself a good old-fashioned time. You want? You want? Speaking of that, you ready for this? So the uh, in order to bring the witches back, they have to light the black candle, right? And I'm watching it today with my niece and nephew. And they say the word virgin like 15 times. It has to be a virgin that lights the candle, right? Mm. I'm with my 10-year-old niece and my 7-year-old nephew, okay? Now, this is like the only time where Kurt and his wife actually ever let me be alone with the kids, right? It's just me and the kid. There's always like one of them there. They're everywhere. So Kurt goes to take a nap. So I'm watching Hocus Pocus with my niece and nephew. And I'm like, this is amazing. Like, just don't don't break anything. I'm telling them, like, guys. If you want to have this happen again, don't break anything. Don't jump off the couch. Don't get hurt. Nothing. All of a sudden, what happens in the first scene? Uncle Tommy, what's a virgin? Oh, of course. Oh, my great. Like this of, is of awesome. all the words that happen in the first well, 10 minutes. They said it 15 times, Bobby, the virgin thing. It wasn't even necessary. They said it 15 times. What's a virgin? I'm like, um, I, I, like this is what I need, right? Like Kurt and, and his wife come down like, and my kids. I'm having a sex talk with my 10-year-old niece and 7-year-old nephew. So I'm like, ah, uh, someone who doesn't have a baby yet. That's, that's a, what I that's said. That's actually, that's really good on the spot. Quick time. And she's sharp. So she's like, what's a virgin? And I'm like, oh, God, you haven't had this talk yet. Um, someone who doesn't have a baby yet. Oh, okay. I was like, Man, you dodged that. <laughs> Just got away from that. So I, I got to call Kurt and his wife and let him know. Like, by the way, you probably should readdress this because that's what they think going forward. But um, Wow. Yeah, so Hocus Pocus 2, I think we all need to see this. Me and Bill are going to be watching it soon, right, Bill? Correct. All right, so Bill wants me to see it, and we're going to watch it. And I think it's a homework assignment for all of us, Bob. We need to watch Hocus Pocus 1 and 2 for the next Yeah, week. I'm in on that. All right, cool. I'm surprised uh, it doesn't have uh, the old Meryl Streep in it. She seems to always find her way into this bullshit. I mean, maybe she's in the sequel. No, yeah. she's not. Bill, why is it 30 years later when they're running the sequel? I don't know. Everyone, because, it was a cult classic. Oh, uh, no, no pun intended. Well, here's why. It's because the people that watch it as a kids are now adults that have kids the same age. Yeah. That's probably pretty brilliant, actually. Yeah. And it actually does hold There's up. There's a lot of, lot of movies that were like that. You know, cult classic. And then when people get older, they remember, look at now with the video games, bro. I mean, TikTok, you might as well call TikTok uh, the bouncing boobs. Brain rate. You see bouncing boobs or you see Mario. Hmm, so it's yeah. either bouncing boobs or Mario. Right, Mario it's for 12 year olds in Bill Rob. Everyone's playing Mario on there. No, these are grown ass men. Mario what? Right, Bill Rubs. Mar- Mario. Mario 1, Mario 2, Mario 3. Really? Uh, all the ROM hacks from Mario. Really? Bobby's like, I gotta get a TikTok start slinging games over there. <laughs> Bro, the ROM hacks. I went to my friend's house the other day. We we're playing all the ROMs. Yeah. The, the new. Ones that people make, all the ROM hacks, all all redone throughout Mario. What all system are they ROM hacking on? Like a DS or like uh, a no, uh, Super Nintendo. Ah, cool. whenever I hear DS, I keep hearing that in the video game. Whenever I hear that, I think Dick Sucker. Well, yeah, 
Yes. It's interesting that your mind always goes to dicks. I mean, I love dicks. I just love dicks. I just want them in my clip it. I want them in my. I want them everywhere. Clip it. Give me dicks. Give me dicks. Give me dicks. Give me dicks. 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 Holy shit! Little throwback. Bill Rupp doesn't know that. Bill, before we uh, before we bring Uncle Danny on and start to put a bow on this bitch, Chrissy Teigen. Have you heard about this? I mean, it's from it's from it's from about two weeks ago. But again, we haven't done a podcast in like six years, so I feel we need to talk anything Teigen. She is pregnant. Uh, no, she her miscarriage. You hear about that? Or she, let me read her tweet for those of you that missed it. I'm sure you didn't. Four hundred fifty people, four hundred fifty thousand people tagged me, Bobby. Tommy, did you see this? Tommy, did you see? It? Yeah, I saw it. Go respond to her. Why? Then I'm done. Like, is that how little you think? Don't you get mad at people when they do that, Bob? To you, where they're like, Tommy, go get her. I'm like, didn't you know what happened the last twelve times? Yeah, yeah. Like, do you really give that little of a fuck about me that my little quick response to her on Twitter? That's all you care about for me to have to start over again? Like, like, fuck you. Like, I get mad at people when they do that. But uh, here's Chrissy Teigen's tweet. This is her tweet. This isn't from an article. These were her exact words. I told you all we had a miscarriage because I thought that that was what it was. But it was an abortion. And we were heartbroken and grateful all at once. It just took me over a year to realize it. What? She tweeted know. that. I don't even know what that means. What is that? I, I'm trying to think. How late now into the abortion? The, how late into the pregnancy did the quote the termination abortion miscarriage thing happen? How late were they into it? Did it say? I don't remember. I mean, like was, when they it lost was, the it baby. Was fairly, it was right when she fucking didn't have a baby bump, and then like three days three later, days had a baby later bump had, and a then huge had a fake one. abortion, a fake miscarriage. Huh. I mean. She, that's a real, can I read that one more time? Just, I need you guys to give me your stance on this. Uh, I told you all we had a miscarriage because I thought that's what it was, but it was an abortion and we were heartbroken and grateful all at once. It just took me over a year to realize it. That she was grateful or that she had an abortion? she had an abortion. I don't have, so she had an accidental abortion. Chrissy Teigen convinced Thursday that the miscarriage she had, she said she had two years ago, was actually an abortion, which came as a surprise to her. Teigen and husband John Legman had revealed in September 2020 they lost their son Jack at 20 weeks, there you go, as a result of pregnancy complications. At the time, they said it was a miscarriage. Speaking at Social Impact Agency Proper Daily's A Day of Unreasonable Conversations Summit, which was held Thursday, the model and cookbook author said that the revelation that the medical procedure was in fact an abortion came as a shock to her. Two years ago, when I was pregnant with Jack, my third child, I had to make a lot of difficult and heartbreaking decisions. It became very clear around halfway through that he would not survive, and I wouldn't either without any medical intervention. What is she in, like Game of Thrones? Like, like she's 20 weeks in. She's not going to survive? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you talking about? She went on discussing her miscarriage before stopping herself. Let's just call it what it was. It was an abortion, the star said. An abortion has saved my life for a baby that had absolutely no chance. And to be honest, I never, ever put that together until actually a few months ago. The baby had no chance? The baby had no chance. Well, I mean, because the baby can't be born from a dude, so there was no baby, so it obviously had no chance. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said her she was going to die. Like, literally, are we in, like, House of the Dragon level where, like, you know, like 20 weeks in, it's either you or the baby. It's 20 weeks in, bitch. No one's not, like, it's, what are you saying? How many times, I mean, there's, there have been lots of times where... Babies are delivered prematurely because of whatever complication. Dude, the, the time when like a mother can die because of the baby, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm not, is like at the point of birth, right? right like the right. baby's breached. We need to go in and turn the baby to get it out, and this could cause like, like – 
the baby's being strangled by the cord. We need to cut you up. Like 20 weeks in, the thing is still fucking like microscopic. Like the, you, the baby's not going to kill you. Right. Like, and there was no baby. Like, stop it. You're a, you're a tie boy. Why do you dislike her so much? Um, because she's a cunt and she's a fucking pedophile. <laughs> I mean, but her husband's got awesome songs. I love them. Oh my God. My head's underwater, but I'm breathing fine. Love that song. That sounds like you. what happened to their baby. I hate you. I wish Bill's head was underwater. <laughs> All was of me is like all of you. That's pretty true. I mean, Johnny. All of him is exactly like all of her because they both have dicks and assholes and fucking they're both boys. All imperfections give you all to me. I give all to me. I mean, that song is great, bro. I mean, good. What's wrong with you? I don't know. I have to rethink my whole hatred of her because her husband sang a good song. I'm going to have to look past all the tweets of her talking about how she's masturbating the toddlers and tiara and talking about how she would eat human flesh and how she's one of the queens of the cabal. I got to just get past all that because she literally... all of me is like all of you. Yeah. <laughs> when it gets to that part, Tommy, my mm. head's underwater, but I'm breathing fine. I mean, my whole body shakes. <laughs> is wrong with you oh. can we call get uncle up, danny get yeah. on board maybe I danny knows the word maybe get danny to sing another john legend I mean, song i don't i don't even know steve danny right. knows who john legend is uh or chrissy do, do you think danny knows who john legend he knows I, chrissy I, keegan because of my fights with her uh no he does not I'm i think um i think he does he just, knows who Chrissy? He has to know who Chrissy Teigen is. Me I and her were at war for John a year Legend. and a half. You I think he. Know. I think he knows who John, John Legend is. The questionable. I think he. Know, I think he does because one, uh, he had a daughter that got married. So you're probably hearing wedding music, all that shit. Uh, and then that Did age Danny range. Pay attention to that, though. I mean, I don't know, but also Danny does coach softball, and at all those games, they have their little playlists and shit. You know that they. You gotta remember, play. yeah, Danny. Danny is very uh, integrated into the uh, young female pop culture. Yeah. because of his softball. I'm gonna go with he knows so. who John Legend is, and he mispronounces Chrissy Teigen's name. All right, so mispronunciation okay. of Chrissy Teigen. All right, you're gonna go for the parlay. Yep. All right, let's see. Uncle Danny, you are on the No Mercy podcast with uh, Bob's Mentions, Bill Rupp, and Tommy G. How are you doing? I'm sitting at a truck rest stop. Oh, Jesus. What are you doing there? Blowing truck drivers? On the PA turnpike. Are you like Bill Rupp? You fucking sitting outside the glory hole? Jeff Dahmer. <laughs> Don't go between stall two and three. That's where the weirdos go. That's what Jeff Dahmer did. Jeff Dahmer. <laughs> so, so we're in a similar situation. I wanted to try and patch you in through... Uh, the the broadcasting thing, so you can hear all of us. But the guys decided that you were too stupid to do that, so we're going to do it over the phone, old school, where they can hear you, but you cannot hear them. But I will tell you what they're saying. They're already uh, calling you a lot of names and making fun of you. So be ready. Do you know who John Legend is? Yes. Who is he? He's a singer. Yes. Okay. And who is he married to? Uh, the chick you had a fight with, I believe. And what is wow! her name? I don't know, but then she uh, she was an activist. Give him, give him the first name. She got in trouble for something, so now she's kind of in the outs. Okay, and her first name is Chrissy. Yeah, Chrissy, yeah. Yes. 
last yeah, name? Got, and you got into it with her a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. But what's her last name? We have a we have a parlay that Bob needs to hit based on how you pronounce her last name. What is her last name? I can't remember. Come on, Chrissy T starts with a T. I can't remember. Chrissy T. Chrissy T. Chrissy Teague. Chrissy Teague. Exactly. There we go. <laughs> Bobby wins. All right. Yes, yeah, Chrissy Teigen. But that was close enough. Um, okay. All right. Good job, Danny. Good job. That was that was better than we thought. Uh, and when you listen to the podcast, you'll hear. Uh, the harmonic voice. Ask him if he can Rupp sing. Ask him if he can sing a John Legend song. Can you no. sing a John Legend song? No. No. Okay. Could care less. All right. Neither can we. Bill's the only one who cares about him. So, uh, so I wanted to tag you in here, Bob. Is there anything you want to ask Uncle Danny? No. Tell him I mentioned the uh, the the story of you smoking. Uh, you know, Kurt's kid at uh, fantasy football. He'll be happy. Okay. So, so Bobby said he mentioned the story of me uh, beating up on Miller and DFS this weekend. Oh, um, my God. You don't think that was, oh my you know, that was the right move? Oh, my God. You destroyed the poor kid. The kid's scarred for life. Uh, you know, I think he's tough scarred now. for life. He's tough scarred now. For life. Why don't you just take, like, 10 $4,000 players and let him win one week? I mean, I started, like, eight Jets. But I used all my salary, and I put Michael Pittman in the flex and the Giants defense, and then the Giants defense went off. So it's actually your team's fault. Again, I told Kurt Miller needs to learn how to lose. He does. That's I listen. I beat him in basketball, and I, I beat his ass in DFS. And I didn't go. I didn't take him to the card store either because he only got to go to the card store if we uh, if he won. And I told him I walked in the house today, and I told him he lost. I still brought him some cards from my collection, but no, yeah, no card store today. Got to beat me. <laughs> Listen, you got to teach him. Used to used to smash hockey pucks on my head outside, and look how amazing well, I am. But I was a better uncle because if we had any kind of competition, and Bobby was always the youngest, mm-hmm. and Kurt was uh, middle, um, and you were older, and you were dominant because you were older. I was I just dominant in general. Feed, I would force feed the ball to them to make sure that they were involved, right? And they felt, you know, what I'm saying that's what a good uncle does, right? Okay, nah. uh, he doesn't show favoritism, and he doesn't trounce his. His nephews, uh-huh. in your case, nephew. Well, guess, so, what? guess so, what? So my case was harder because I had numerous nephews to balance. You just had one to balance, and you're a big dummy. Well, All you had to do was take $4,000 players, and yeah. you guaranteed to lose. Yeah, and guess what? He thinks he could beat my ass in my sport, and now he learned otherwise. I want to talk to you real quick about uh, what do we want to do here, Bob? Jeffrey Dahmer? Dahmer. Okay, Bill, have you seen this documentary? No, but I know everything there is to know about Jeff Palmer. Episode three. Okay, so you know everything, Bill? I know everything about the man. Okay, so Bill told me he didn't want to watch the documentary, Bob, because he's already seen 10 Jeffrey Dahmer documentaries. Well, it's I'm not like, really a documentary. Movie? It's a ma- right, know, it's like movie. a movie yeah. about him. And then he goes, no, why would I watch? This is Bill's big thing all the time. Why would I watch a movie about something where I only know the ending? I'm like, well, you told me you've seen 10 documentaries on him. So why'd you watch number two through nine or two through 10? Right. That was when I was well, that's in my... trouble. That's why Bill and I are so similar. Well, was oh, Bill ever, Bill, you ever watch? Yeah. So I'm having a hard time watching you. First of all, I'm having a hard time. All right, we're going to get into that in a second. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't, don't go yet, Dan. I want to get into that in a second. So go on, Bill. What were you saying? Um, That was during my phase of uh, serial killers. Your serial killer I had phase? a serial killer... Um. I wanted to learn everything that there is to know about serial killers. Is there a reason why? Something we should know about? Um, it was just no, just general knowledge research. Why didn't you just venture into the adult I mean, I video was, game? I, like I was actually, I all started out. I was trying to break, break um, the clues and stuff. The different serial killers that left, and uh, I actually thought that I was going to be famous because I was going to do it. 
You thought you were going to be famous for for finding serial killers. Yeah, I mean, listen, I have. Uh, you hear this, Kim? Almost cracked the codes a few times yeah. on some of them. I mean, listen, that's why you were all in Brian Laundry. It's like the fucking Da Vinci Code. I mean, I don't know what he's even saying. But right he now. said he won't watch it because he knows the ending. Have you ever watched a war movie? Dude, he's so stupid. Have you he's ever watched a, a war liar. movie about World War II? I, I have. I have watched many war movies. I asked okay. him, "Have you ever seen Titanic, yeah. Bill?" <laughs> yeah, he's a lying. He's lying. Can I answer that question? Too? Yes, Danny. Yes, have you ever seen Titanic? I won't watch it because I know the ending. I've never seen it. <laughs> I know, because you're both fucking idiots. That's the yeah. exact reason why. I've Meanwhile, Danny, it. how many times did you watch uh, the Queen movie? Bohemian Rhapsody. Times. How many times have you seen a movie twice? A million? <laughs> yeah, you're idiots. You don't even realize how stupid you are. Anyway. Well, I always watched, I always watched The Goonies. Yeah, you'll watch it. You'll, Bill watches the same. Bill's seen Hocus Pocus 27 times. I was trying to find the Zodiac Killer. I just watched it the other night. Oh, God, you guys are so stupid. There's the two of you. But, but to ask Bill if he watched the new Hocus Pocus. On we were just talking about that. Yeah, I'm going. Oh, don't ruin it. You, dude, you're like the king of fucking up new shit. Like, you can't just watch some. Bobby, this fucking idiot jumps in the Discord. That's right, yeah, we didn't let him talk the other day. Yeah, we can't, we don't let him talk. Anytime there's a new thing that comes out, like House of Dragon, he's like, oh, I already saw it. Let me tell you. No, 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 Danny, don't say anything. No, 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 just one part. No, 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 no. Don't say anything because you're retarded and you're the third guy from the left on the evolutionary chart, which means you haven't developed brain capacity to understand that what you're saying is going to spoil it for us. So, Danny, don't well, talk about Hocus Pocus 2. I'm not talking about it. You already said it sucked, so basically you've already stolen the joy from me and Bill that we're going to get to watch it. You've already brought us down from a 10 to an 8 or 9, like the witches steal the, the youth of the children. You've sucked that life from us in just one sentence. Well, then you watch it then. Well, Bill, are you as excited as you were 10 seconds ago? Uh, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not that excited anymore. Yeah, we're we're kind of we're we're joyless now. So the Jeffrey Dahmer uh, movie, Danny, I was telling Bobby, and it was kind of shocking because he said you had the same take I do. I made it three different attempts to get three episodes in, and I I love the Jeffrey Dahmer story. It's insane. Like if you like serial killer shit, like he's like king shit of the serial killer world. I can't. I had to turn it off. I turned it off three times. There is so much fucking atrociously obnoxious, unnecessary gay shit. In that fucking show, I couldn't get past it. I was begging for the moments where he was going to skin someone because I couldn't watch all this gay shit for the first two episodes. I haven't made it past episode two. He was gay. I made it episode three, but I fast-forwarded through all I had to fast-forward. I fast-forwarded like the whole show. It's just, the gay stuff is just, oh my God. When when a guy was dancing, the whole first episode. Bill, I know he's gay, like what you're saying. Go watch the first episode. Dude, it's know, real quick. There's some You guys all say it sucks. Why would I want to go and watch it? Because you're the connoisseur of Jeffrey Dahmer. Like, well, it's I, know, literally, I already know everything there is to like know about. A 38-minute scene of him just like sexually assaulting this black guy. And it's just, and then it's like, you get through that and you're like, all right, maybe they were trying to set the tone. Like, I fast forward through then the next scene is just him fucking another dude well, and another dude. And it's like, show me the murder. Well, let me tell they you. They don't show any of the murder. They just show him like fucking licking the guy. Well, they you can't keep you can't keep sensualizing and sensationalizing these guys. 
Wait. Yeah, it was bad. Hey, real Not quick, there's there's scratching hold on, hold on, on someone's end. It's either Tommy or Bill. It's like a no. scratching sound going on. It might be mine because I'm hoping holding the uh, little. Is you still hearing it now? No, it's gone. Okay. Okay. Continue. I was holding the yeah because I was going on for like two minutes and it's ruining this really good bit. Go ahead. Uh, okay. I'll stop. No, I just ruined the podcast. <laughs> it's good. It's good. So continue. <laughs> we're back. Yeah. All right. So Danny, tell us about the Dahmer documentary. I can't. You only watched three episodes hey, let me, of it. I can't go no, I'm never it. watching the rest ask of it. Ask him done. this. Ask yeah. him this. I can't get any further. I know what happens at the end. Well, we know okay. what happens at the end. It starts at the end. A- ask him. I know that, but I know the whole hold thing. On, hold on. Hold on. Bobby wants me to ask you something. Ask him, Bobby. would he rather watch actual footage of Jeffrey Dahmer killing his victims, right? Mm-hmm. Not the from the movie. Actual mm-hmm. footage or mm-hmm. the gay shit that was in that that show. What would he, okay. if he had a choice? Bobby wants to know if you'd rather wa- watch the gay shit on loop. So like, like what's more cringeworthy? Back, back to back for like an hour. What would make him cringe more? Of of the documentary Jeffrey Dahmer's gay shit, or would you rather watch an actual live footage of Jeffrey Dahmer skinning his victims? Live footage. <laughs> Honestly, I agree with you. It's a tough question. I agree question. with you. That's a tough. I do question. agree with you. I mean, what would make him it's turn his head more? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I would probably fast forward more through the gay shit. <laughs> And I'm fine with the gay. Like I'm fine. Like listen, everything on Netflix has gay shit. And it was just too much. It was too much. It was way too. I much. I thought it was a it documentary was- on his sexuality, and they sexualized the shit out of him. By the way, I mean, I mean guys, do you know who the hell he is? Yeah, yeah we know who he, he was is. A Bill. man who was gay. Who killed? Who- 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 I could hear Bill yelling through who- your headphones. Killed men and boys. Like we I don't know who that you guys thought you were supposed to see. Well, in the first hour of the of the show, what, what Bill, what do you want to see, Tommy? It was fifty five minutes of him trying to fuck or fucking men, and you saw none of the murder, none of it. Maybe I didn't see him murder anyone in the first I, first episode. I don't even know why. One guy head first laying on the but they didn't, didn't show the, the murder. Dead. They didn't show the murder. Did you see the guy dead? I didn't I see don't one. Know why they even made this? Because. It brings it up again for the painful ones that he did admit to that the family members, you know, now they got to relive this. Oh, now all of a sudden, Bill's now they got to relive this. Families of the dead. All the family members got to relive. Dude, you should have been. You should have been in the courtroom for Alex Jones during fucking uh, his trial. And that's eighteen, about eight seventeen. Bill says they shouldn't have made the documentary because it's bringing all this negativity up for the families of the dead. Seventeen or eighteen people. But what about? Meanwhile, you fucking told us that you spent. Go on. If Bill says that, now listen, I agree to, I agree with him to a point. No, you don't. You just but agree with him because you fucking that, have to. If Bill says that, then he will be, he is perfectly fine to watch Hocus Pocus still. Okay. I don't okay. know what that meant. But God, sure. that's like the worst I argument. I just don't want to ask a secondary question because here, if I do, is where you spoil something in Hocus Pocus too. So we'll I'm just leave it at that. Uh, you always do. What you're, am I spoiling? I don't know, what but you're spoiling? about. you're about to. Okay. Okay. Answer me a question. No, I don't want to know about... Ho- no, 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 because here's where you do it. Here's what you do. Here's what you do. Like you did it with the House of Dragon. You'll say, if Disney made it, what's the reason you think I don't like it? And now I'm going to know there's like gay shit and social justice shit. I don't want that. I want to go in fucking blank slate. Shut the fuck up. Don't mention the movie. What else do you want to talk about, Danny? We can talk about Brett Favre. We can talk about... Talk about Florida's hurricane. We can talk about Elon Musk buying Twitter. We spoke about. No, I'm Anything done with that. You have an opinion. Bob's a professional wrestler. Anything that you have a take on from what we already spoke about? The Prime Minister of oh, Italy. My boy, my, my poor boy, Bob. Uh, 
I really need to be in Memphis to friggin' to friggin' make him stop this. I need to show him some moves. I need to show him the iron claw. Yeah. Turn around, and when the guy comes at him, he can hit him with an iron claw and go into a sleeper hole from. I mean, ask Danny. Bob, Memphis Bob's is the only epicenter. Thirty pounds soaking wet. Oh, Do you think Bob's a horrible wrestler? He's gonna be. He's in trouble. He's, but he think- told me that the guy he's wrestling is the same weight as him, so I'm not as worried. But but I'm trying to give Bob right. some tips on an iron claw, and I'm trying to give him some tips on, on a sleeper hold, and then and then Bobby should really just go to a stone cold stunner and end it. You think you should just, just cut it short? Yeah. Before he gets exposed as a horrible wrestler. If I if I trained Bob, he would do those three moves in the first thirty five seconds and win the match. So it'd be like his sex life, thirty five seconds. <laughs> With a stunner at the end. Well, what a well, stunner! And we're leaving the other person completely <laughs> stunned. Well, you said it. You said it, not me. Uh, I like his girlfriend Ashley. Yeah, I, I know. Don't talk, I don't want to talk disparaging about Ashley. We're not. We're talking disparagingly <laughs> about Bob and his performance <laughs> of satisfying said Ashley. We're not. Bob, You're Bob, spinning this. My poor nephew Bob is going to jump in this ring. I, I, I'm concerned. I'm worried. I'm worried. Yeah. That, that this kid, this I'm worried. They're going to be fingering each other's buttholes by the end of the match. That's what I'm worried about. So, uh, real quick, Danny, uh, final thoughts on your uh, your Trump situation here. Hold on. Ooh. Let me just see this. My phone's at six percent. Um, what is your take on what we haven't talked Trump at all on this podcast, somewhat intentionally, because. You know my stance on him. I think he shouldn't be talked about anymore. But what is your take on what's going on with Trump, with the courts? With Is he going to be involved in the midterms? With DeSantis having to deal with the shit now and being lack of focus? Like, Give me some political Danny fire here for a minute. Okay, so they came in firing with the New York attorney, going after Trump this, Trump that, going to nail Trump. Then all of a sudden, when everybody starts picking things apart about what she was saying when she was running, then all of a sudden, they're really looking at the case. And everybody's looking at the case saying, this won't hold up. It won't hold up. It won't hold up. It's, it, it can't hold up. Okay? So like everything else they've gone after Trump on, you will see nothing. You will see nothing happen at all. Mm-hmm. Okay? But did you did you take notice today of Ron DeSantis and Biden meeting today? No. <laughs> About what? You didn't, you didn't take notice? No, I, I was literally watching Hocus Pocus, uh, okay, taunting, so they, taunting my nephew for kicking his ass in Daily Fantasy. Well, that doesn't make you a good uncle. Go on. So, um, so um, just uh, Biden lands. He he walks like a mummy over to DeSantis. Right. He doesn't even shake DeSantis's hand. Jill Biden, who's running the country, walks over, shakes everybody's hand, and and Biden is just sitting there, standing there, staring like a big mummy. Mm-hmm. We can re- you know we can remake the mummy mm-hmm. and put Biden as the mummy, and and he'd be a perfect character. I mean, it sounds great. It sounds awesome. So, yeah, what happened with yeah. this meeting? It, it, it went nowhere. It went nowhere because it, it, nothing happened because DeSantis is doing everything, okay? And Biden Biden is trying to figure out what to do because Kamala Harris turned around and said, well, we should just handle the black communities and make sure they get the relief. So, so it's another political wildfire for this administration, another one. Now, now you have race in a hurricane. Well, in vaccines, too. Bobby mentioned earlier that, that Biden mentioned that uh, if everyone would have been vaccinated, it would have been better off. Well. That was real. Was That's it? a real comment. Well, there's a, there's something going on. What is it with the uh, something in the military? Oh, Coast Guard. Coast Guard's about to lose uh, uh, 5% of its uh, of the force because the rule is coming into effect. If you're not vaccinated in the Coast Guard, 
you have to, you have to, you're getting kicked out. It just that, that just came out today too. Hmm. And everybody's going, wait a minute, wait a minute. There's no mask. There's no back. Nobody's talking about this anymore. But Biden will not drop it. Hmm. He will not drop. Even it. though he declared the pandemic over on 60 Minutes. Exactly. But now, now we're going to lose Coast Guard people. And then here comes the cover story with all this shit going on with Biden. All of a sudden, OPEC announces today they're going to they're going to reduce two million barrels a day. I'm mm-hmm. like saying to myself, oil prices going back up. Yeah, but I'm yeah, and I'm like saying to myself, why are they doing it now? Because they because they, they can. Terms? Here's the thing: they can right now. They could raise the oil prices again. They had to drop them because of the, the they don't they want the oil prices up because it helps their green energy agenda. But they could raise the oil prices now. And what they're going to do? I haven't watched political news in two weeks. But what I guarantee you, what they're going to do is they're just going to blame the gas prices on Florida. They're going to blame the gas prices on the hurricane. So they they have an out. No, they, I, I think I think they're trying to push the administration out. I think they're trying to push. I think OPEC is trying to say, look, right before the midterms, let's do this now. So we can push this green agenda because they know if America really went forward with the green agenda and if by some chance it actually did start to work, which it won't happen, but if by chance they're out of business, mm-hmm. they're out of business. You so think, they you think they OPEC's want, working for the Republicans now? Interesting. They want, they want the Republicans back in that are going to open pipelines up and they'd rather have, they'd rather deal with $40 oil prices than no prices of oil. Right. So they're because, looking, they're looking for the long term. Yeah. What do you think, Bob? I mean, that's a it's a plausible theory, but um, I, I think you know if you go with like uh, Occam's Razor, I think it's more of you know me and Bill actually theorized that the the oil prices were going to go way down until after the midterms. So I think the right. timing of when the prices go up is going to be interesting. Maybe if they rush the the oil prices, it's starting to go up already. Yeah, oil prices are starting. I saw the only reason I know that not watching the news is from my portfolio because I own a shit ton of oil. So I mean, if, it already went up five cents a yeah, gallon. Yeah. So if oil prices go up before the midterms, I mean, Danny's theory isn't completely far fetched, you know. But I mean, if they go up, can't they just blame it on the hurricane? Is anyone blaming it on the hurricane yet? That was last week. Bill, did that that happen? Why would they blame it, it on the hurricane? Why would they blame the oil on the hurricane? I mean, I just see them using, I mean, the the hurricane is a reason to say, oh, gas prices are going back up because of fucking the hurricane in Florida. And I have no reason why. Just saying it's the same reason they blamed it all on the war. Gotcha. No, that was last week, but it didn't affect production. Pretty much it affected nothing mm-hmm. because it came up the Gulf Coast and it, and it stayed away from Texas. So it pretty much just shut things down for a day. And then they went back in business. All right. Yeah. All right. My, Anything else? My, my, on, weed, my weed gummies came from Florida. They were here in like two days. Bill got his weed gummies very fast from Florida. He was very excited about that. <laughs> yeah. oh. All right. So, Danny, on his. I had a really nice. Hey, listen, I had a really nice uh, conversation the other night without you on the uh, Discord there. The nice. Gummy. Nice. That's yeah. good. You didn't have anyone calling out your and, bullshit. And, That's good. And, and Bill asked my prediction, and my, my prediction came through. It uh-huh. did. It did. Take the Niners. Uh huh. I mean, I had them too. Okay. Fifteen parlay. Bring the over under down. Take the over. People Which told me it was the most boring show in the history of Four Deep. Doubt it. I don't know. It was pretty good. It was mm. pretty good. Oh, I, I defended. I defended Bill over the seal dolphin thing. Mm-hmm. I told him I stuck he up did. for him. He did. And how you were, how you were a jerk. I mean, and then yeah. Bill, Bill Bill came up with something else about seals humping people, and mm-hmm. I said, "Oh boy." I was just defending you, Bill. Sounds like I missed a great show. Uh, final words here, Danny, before I let you go about the Mets. Um, just lost the division to the Atlanta Braves. Uh, looking pretty shitty right now. How do you feel about the Mets prospects? 
Well, before you hang up, I'm not. I'm I'm literally being respectful this call. Now that you did that, now I want to hang up on you because we had a good flow going, and now you're making me want to hang up on you. But I'm not gonna. I'm debating if I should go Saturday night. I was offered tickets to the Mets game. Yes. Do you think the Mets win the World Series? No. Do you think they get out of the first round? Oh yes. And what do you think Trump's impact on the midterms are going to be in 30 seconds or less? (laughs) Uh, Danny, no mercy. <laughs> oh, he got me as a hit. That was too obvious, dude. Yeah, I know, I know. I, just, I wanted to let him off with a good one. Yeah. I didn't want to. Because once he realizes I'm going to cut him off, he can't do it. Yeah, it's, yeah. You got know, to almost like retry. But he got the Danny, no mercy in. All right, I think it's time to wrap this up, boys. We're right at that point. Anything else you guys want to touch on before we get the fuck out of here? I just hope that Tua's back and fingers are okay for, ne- <sighs> for when he returns. <laughs> corpse uh <laughs> bill anything you want to add on brett Favre? maybe uh no brett Favre's a old folk stealing money person i mean that's what he does uh tua is great and um Tua's great women out there stop being fake be yourselves what Tell happened about, to you last week did, did throw that in real quick bill throw that in bobby i meant to i, I went out with my, date? my friend's house uh, they showed me a picture of a girl from from Georgia. She just mm. moved up back up here, my friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, I, she looked hot in the Instagram. Oh, I hope she doesn't listen to the podcast. The other day, she comes to the house. She didn't know I was there, and it's a different person. She's got different <laughs> eyes. She's a different weight. She she looks shorter. I mean, <laughs> the whole thing was crazy. Like just everybody is making themselves look different. I don't know why they do that. Just I really don't. Be you. I don't and we like we don't even like it. Like it was the thing about it is it was smart at first, right? When filters first started, and like I remember plenty of fish back in two thousand one, right? Mm-hmm. When I was on that website before it was like a sewer, and it was actually like the first Tinder. Like when I was on there, and fat girls used to use the angles, right? They'd hold the camera phone I think up. MySpace higher. started a lot of that catfishing. Yeah, MySpace was right around the yeah, Facebook even after that. Yeah. But yeah, it was MySpace and POF. That were doing it. And, you know, they'd kind of cut the picture off right below their tits and, you know, hold the camera up at a high angle so it'd make you look thinner. Like, that shit was good. And then everyone caught on to it. The funny thing about the filters is we've all caught on to it. Times a thousand. Mommy. But they're just going further with it to the point where when you see a girl with no filter and sweatpants and just kind of chilling and she looks like half of as good as she normally does. She looks a thousand times hotter than every girl on but fucking the internet. He, mm-hmm. They wear like everything is different. Like they wear a special bra to make the breasts look bigger, the special jeans. They may be in high heels. And then you might go out with this person like four or five times Dude. and then to finally see what they really look like. No one has banged more girls off the internet than me back in the fucking my 20s and early 30s. I, I caught on all that. I was the connoisseur of identity. I could spot Anything a girl is doing wrong, and guys out there, girls out there too, will give you a little help. I've said this before. If you're meeting a girl on the internet, especially on like Instagram is a perfect example, and you see that she's got all filtered up, and now the filters, you can't even tell they're filters. Like we can who are sharp, but most people can't. Here's the trick. Click on her tagged photos. Go to her tagged oh, photos because yeah. those are the ones yeah, that friends so posted yep. where they don't give a fuck what anyone but themselves look like in that picture. And that's where you'll see what the bitch really fucking looks well, like. Did you see what I showed you before? So even the people who are like Khloe Kardashian um, has she's just straight transformed cloned. her body like insane. 
right? They reshaped their whole body with apps. She just posted a video. She just posted a picture the other yesterday or the night before of her doing a pose on the thing. And then somebody pointed it out behind her. Uh, hey, your wall. I sent it to you guys. Hey, your wall is warped. Yeah. <laughs> tried to make her waist skinnier on the thing. but, but Oh, she no. Warped, she warped the wall behind her. And then she quickly took the picture down. Oh no, that's so bad. Yeah. That's... So she's like, even yeah, she, and it's so clear too. Even her, yeah, the whole wall is warped in the back, and I mean, she quickly dude. took it down. Like people noticed, like, hey, you, you, you added that. You tried to make your waist look real skinny. I mean, and it's like, dude, you've already spent four hundred million dollars to fucking make your body yeah, look like your sister, and you're still photoshopping I it, mean, and still changing it. You psychotic, fucking suicidal psychopath. Like, if you're still doing all this filter shit and stuff, just remember when we really see who you really are. Every, I will. I actually like the girls better. Like, I tell them, like, dude, you look better without the filters because I'm so disgusted by filters now and perfect girls. I fucking hate it. But you're going to have to meet people in real fucking life someday. Like, who the fuck are you fooling? And that goes back to what we were saying to wrap it up. They'd rather live comfortably and happily in their fake world on Instagram than they would have to even venture into the real world. And that's why I say the hottest girls on Instagram are the most insecure in real life. They're so ins- Even though they're nines in real life and they're tens on Instagram, they feel like twos in real life because they're not tens anymore. Bad. Bad news, man. Yeah, I mean, it is. Um, Bobby, I just have one more PSA. Mm -hmm. Um, There are a lot of things going on in New Jersey. Women are getting taken. Mm. They are trying to take, they are trying to abduct uh, women from 17, maybe even younger, up to like 30. So women, watch out. What's the reason? Sex trafficking. Oh, yeah, you know, it's it's four years later, so Bill's on the same. I've seen a whole bunch now. of stuff posted on TikTok, and I've seen. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's so true. This I mean, TikTok. He's, 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 he's a twenty-four to forty-eight month delay, which is what TikTok. It's a TikTok is, delay. TikTok's average age is like fourteen. So all the shit we were talking about four or five years ago, the like, dude, he's telling me about shit that me and you wrote threads on four years ago, Bobby, that we sent to him on a group thread that he ignored that some kid now on TikTok is taking fragments of shit that we did back then. He sent me a video, I think, of a Michelle Obama being a man. No, uh, no, that was Danny. Danny. That was Danny. Well, Danny's a TikTok whore like you. You're both retarded at the same time. You're both learning all the shit me and Bobby were teaching everyone four years but ago. Bobby, no. also I heard a story from uh, my, one of my friends in New Jersey. They're coming after you. Um, so if you get scared in and in you think someone's watching you, just ask someone for help. Right. See Nobody something. Say something. We're all yes. not assholes. I'll fucking walk you out to your car. Uh, that does, bro, that does we had two boggle my mind. We had two stories in Memphis in the same week. That made national headlines. One girl's jogging at 4.30, gets abducted and kidnapped and murdered. And then two days later, this, like, son of Sam killer is, like, driving around, just walking into random stores, shooting people. Uh, did you? I know you guys heard about both of those stories, right? Yeah, I think yeah. we're cycling back through the simulation. I think the simulation has is, is on, like, a 30-year loop. Yeah. And all the shit from the fucking 80s and 90s is now becoming prevalent again. Kidnappings, 
fucking serial killers are back. Serial killers have been gone for like 30 years. I mean, New York does look like it did in the 80s. Yeah, everything is cycling back. Retro video gaming, Bob's wrestling. (laughs) You know what the the guys are doing, though? The people who are taking the women now, they're marking their vehicle. So they're watching what car they get out of when they get to there. Then they go inside and they mark your vehicle with a zip tie or a plastic bag or something like that so that they can follow you when you get out also. Check your cars. Yeah, if you got a plastic fucking CVS bag you know, dangling yeah. from your yeah, antenna. Like from your muffler. From like, your yeah. antenna? Like. A little fucking zip tie sticking out of your trunk. <laughs> should, but no, it is serious. I Bill laugh, saying it. Just... Well, no, I mean, it's, it's, it's everything Bill says is funny, even if it's serious. Yeah. Uh, but the reality is that there's so many people, like, you do watch these videos and you hear these girls and they're like, you know, Spent 20 minutes in a fucking grocery store and never decided to turn to 10 people going, yo, I think this motherfucker's following me. Right. Like, say something. Yeah. Why are you fucking leaving and driving by yourself? You're 120 pounds. You yeah. come like, up to me, I'm always at ShopRite, Costco. Find I'll, Bill Rupp. I'll no, help Bill, you. Time out. Bill Rupp's the kind of guy that you say, hey, this guy's following me about. What is about? Oh. <laughs> I mean, listen. Like, I you're not the, he's not the person that you go to. He's the person you complain about to other people. I just want to sing with you in the grocery store. I was at the laundromat the other your day. Heads underwater, but you look like you have a good a soprano voice. Join me in the fish aisle. Grab this ham and sing John Legend with me. You take the second verse. There was a woman at the laundromat who had the biggest titties around. And I heard about it for like an hour. See what I'm saying? Oh, my God. Yeah. 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 Grab Bill Robinson. I I didn't say nothing to her. But if someone went up up to her. creepily stared at her behind the fucking chair number eight. I didn't take a weird picture of her or anything. Did Did you see her take her panties out of the thing? I did. But if someone came up to her, if someone came up to her and she's like, you know, they tried to abduct her, I would have been right fucking there. Did you tie a plastic bag to her car? Bill hung a shoelace out of her, out of her trunk. Fucking, don't you follow her? Fuck come on. Oh, those would be Bill's Bill, final words. Bill, Bill's got a Bill's got a necessary set of skills. Apparently, I, I'd like to see. Yeah, I have a very specific set of skills. Skills hot. I've acquired over. His, <laughs> he still hasn't recovered from his surgery, and he thinks he's gonna fucking track some guy down. Bill's gonna hobble after him. Like, come here! Don't you chase the girl with the big titties? We didn't get through the uh, third verse. Come back. I'm here, girls. I'm here to protect. <laughs> That's it. Bill's gonna save you, girl. Bill's save you, Bobby. Final words. No, I don't have any final words except everything's a wrestling match. Everything's predetermined. It's not necessarily fake and gay, but it's predetermined. Your 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 sports, your entertainment, your politics. And as long as you're aware that the game is rigged, you can enjoy yourself and everything around you. I agree. And uh, be very careful of anyone coming out saying the right things like this prime minister. Be careful of everyone and everything. And pretty much everyone just go tag Elon Musk and tell him to uh, reinstate at Tommy G. Can you all do me a favor, including Lewis? I know you're out there listening. Stop telling Elon Musk to bring back at Tommy G returns to. Tell him to bring back at Tommy G. By doing the at Tommy G returns to, all you're doing is putting a spotlight on the fact 
that I am hiding under a fake account. Thank you. Tag the original account. So for Bill Rupp, for Bob's Lessons, Uncle Danny, and anyone else who was talked about and wasn't able to join us today, I am Tommy G. Good luck. Stay questioning, motherfuckers. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. Ain't no mercy, ain't no mercy.